All right, guys, what is up? We are back today with the Borders Podcast. This is actually episode number 40. Number 40, guys. We are almost a full year into the show, and that's pretty crazy. That's that's pretty crazy to think about, honestly. I, I don't think I've ever committed to some sort of a show like this for this long it's a lot of a lot of fun a lot of work we're going to be putting in some more work here in the next coming weeks and starting to get you guys to show out you know on, on audio only podcast type of apps and stuff i'm going to start re-uploading the show to youtube for you guys as well so you can catch up on some episodes that you'd like to see our reactions to and stuff like that so it's easier for y'all to find out but ryan a big week in games today and it's not wow, over. We. <laughs> it's Ooh. not over, brother. I mean, we honestly, we kind of got the smaller things out of the way from what I'm, right. I'm seeing right now. This is kind of just like, you know, the the things you could expect kind of thing, you know? Right. No, nothing too crazy besides, I would say, Cyberpunk was the biggest and uh, Halo. Mm-hmm. Those are the two big ones. But other than that, it's kind of like, you know, there's some cool new titles here and there. Nothing that really too much stands out to me but yeah it's, it's gonna be crazy september dude all, all i'm saying man is will it's i gonna sleep be the craziest month of the year. <laughs> craziest month for, for games for dude it's even november november too dude there's gonna be a bunch of games coming out then too it's gonna be crazy right. i'm super pumped oh man halo dude i've been trying to get in ever since it got announced because they're like it's available now on on uh whatever to play an open beta so i got i gotta find out some more details on that yeah i i don't know what they were saying exactly i don't know it's it's kind of confusing um from what i saw when i looked on my when you were looking at like installing the um master chief collection or whatever when i went to click it it showed my xbox as an option for you it wasn't showing anything yeah i don't know so, it said i had to like sign into some stuff I'll, I'll figure it out but yeah i i do want to try it out whether whether or not you know you get the beta on xbox or you get the beta on pc dude i'm i'm excited man i've been waiting for a new halo since has it been what 3 years halo 5 has been 3 years now yeah and i i mean i know personally i barely played 4 and 5 so i I'm just hoping for the best at this point. Something decent, you know? Yeah. I... I uh, Back to the roots. Yeah, I was going to say back to the roots. I didn't mind Halo 5. It wasn't that insane. It wasn't that bad. Just kind of... Eh, just kind of there. But I'm excited nonetheless. It's been three years without a title for that game. And I think three years without a Gears game, dude. How about that? Yeah. I, I know you were excited when that was coming I, out. I really am. I mean, uh, I've been playing Gears of War 4 a lot the past couple months and i i love the multiplayer it feels good something about uh, i mean people love fortnite because of the third person aspect and i think it's super um unique it's a unique feeling when you get that shotgun one tap on someone in gears of war or something like that yeah Um, and obviously the community's popping still i mean the pro games are still going on day in and day out those tournaments are popping man people a lot of people are checking those out it's yeah it's pretty crazy so i guess what we can do is we can kind of start from like the first titles that were shown that um i guess people will be more interested in not the indie ones not like this jumanji game or anything like that um there's that dark siders genesis game i think that's going to be interesting i don't know about good 
Um, Darksiders a, is like hack and slashy, right? From what I remember. Right. Exactly. So it's going to be, I don't know. Um, hard to say because it, it, it's, it makes sense because like, if you play, if you've ever played Darksiders two or three, you kill enemies, you get loot, you get new gear for your character. It's kind of like a looter shooter in a sense mm. um, where you're upgrading a character over time. There's progression, whatever. Um, but to do a Diablo spin on it, I mean, we'll see. I personally don't think I would buy the game for more than 30 bucks from the looks of it. Okay. It looks like it looks like an indie game. Probably I'll, like I'll no. put it that way. Yeah, I haven't um, seen much. Uh, I can, I'm can. i going to pull the trailer up here. Just yeah. kind of like show people. But from what Ryan was explaining to me is that it's, it's more over the head, uh, more Diablo style where you're getting loot and stuff like that. Uh, so I don't know... I don't know how um, good it will be, but I mean, I guess we'll do my live reaction here. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, holy shit, yes. it's a big boy boss. Yeah, so basically the character that's walking in, that's the fourth horseman that, that hasn't been played as yet. So okay. when I saw it at first, when I saw it, I was like, holy shit, they're doing a Dark Sidus 4 already. But, um... It gotcha. looks like you play as the four horse. Oh, baby, dude. You know I'm going to play this. Yeah, it looks like a demon hunter and like all that from Diablo. But it, it looks more, you know, fleshed out. Right. Now, oh, it, heck it, yeah. It's showing two characters and maybe like three there. So I don't know. There's got to be more details on it before we really know what it is. Because right. who knows, it could just be like a an adventure game that has a story and there is no gear upgrades right. or anything like that. But that would know? be cool. You know, a whole yeah. I'm I'm down to play any dungeon grinder, so right. I'm down for that. Um so another game that I originally was very excited for because it looked cool at first was the Outer Worlds, but after seeing the gameplay, ugh, I just gotta say that that game just it just doesn't look good. It looks like a dumbed down Fallout mixed really? with Borderlands. Yeah, so it was Borderlands and Fallout mixed together, and it was just, it was rough, man. Uh, it looks like an indie game, and I hope they don't put a price tag of sixty bucks on that thing because it was. That's what you hope, at least. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good games out there too that deserve a sixty dollar price tag and aren't. You know, right. that's besides the point. Just kind of like where the the right type of marketing is for a game like this, but oh, this is total fallout vibes, bro. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but you, you'll see the gameplay and that's just watch how the graphics look, watch how the animations for fighting looks. And then you'll see, you'll really understand what I'm saying. Like clunkiness or it's, it looks like it's an early, early alpha. Like, really? Watch, watch how characters move. Watch how they fight. You'll, you'll really understand okay. what I'm saying. It's kind of like, I don't know. You, you look at Fallout or Borderlands, and you look at that. Super just, smooth gameplay. You know, yeah. good, good mechanics when it comes to fighting. Right. Gotcha. So, um, yeah. Overall, um, the game itself. I mean, when I saw it, I was like, oh, cool. It's gonna be a, a another like Fallout like game and it's made by a new company but right. um it's kind of like i don't know hmm. it's made by the same people who made borderlands i believe too really yep 
And I noticed a lot of these trailers too, for some odd reason, I don't know who puts these projects together for like trailers and whatnot. It seems like they always use console gameplay. Throw it yes. on the PC, man. It looks way better. I don't know. Even, um, yeah. what was the game? Even Apex. There was an Apex Legends reveal thing. Well, I was watching the EA, EA stuff yesterday, and you yeah. could tell it was on console. I'm like, your yeah, game's mainly I, played on PC. Why wouldn't you just do it on PC? You know what I mean? It makes the most right. sense. Frames exactly. per second, the, you know, the stuff, uh, or the graphics and stuff. I don't know. Yep. Now, one other title that I want to talk about a little bit for just a couple minutes, um, Baldur's Gate. So if I don't know if you've ever heard of Baldur's Gate, but no. essentially from the after show and when I was listening to it and from what I saw, um, it it looks like it's some sort of uh, it, it it has to do with Dungeons and Dragons. So really? it's kind of like a tabletop game, apparently, but they're the same people who made um, Divinity Original Sin. Oh, that uh, turn-based game. Yes. Okay. So they're the same creators of that. So um, I I personally, I heard about Baldur's Gate a lot, and people compared it to Elder Scrolls for some reason. I'm not sure if that's entirely accurate, but yeah. So, I mean, that trailer looked creepy as hell. It was brutal I, I when was, I first watched it. I mean, you heard yeah. my reaction. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like he's it, turning it was, into some alien thing or whatever. Yeah, so, so actually what that is, that's called... Um, a shit let me get the name for it because <laughs> yeah, you know more about it than me i just this is my first i mean my first time really seeing i've never heard of these games or this particular series before but seem i mean a game like this would seem really lore heavy correct in terms of just like yes yeah that's what it looks like um i forget what the heck the name is i i can't think of it um this Cthulhu looking dude. <laughs> yes, yeah. So it's kind of like that. He it looks like he turns into some sort of um Kraken this guy dude. um I, I forget his name. He's from like the 1920s. He he came up with the idea of Cthulhu. Um HP Lovecraft. That's mm. who it is. Um and I guess maybe that's something deep within the lore of Baldur's Gate. I would I would have to check into it, but um Gotcha. Yeah, so so that looked pretty cool. Um, now, another title, which we heard about not too long ago, was the new Ghost Recon mm, Breakpoint. Yeah, that was, a, that was a couple weeks ago, actually. Yeah, so they had a new trailer with um, a little bit of gameplay, not too much. Um, and the guy who played as the Punisher is the main villain, and he leads this new elite basically elite bad guys who are like trying to hunt down all the ghosts and i went onto the website to sign up for the beta and i looked in the more info tab now this this got me a little excited here because i read at the bottom and i'll read it right now so day one is only the beginning for ghost recon breakpoint every four months New seasonal post-launch content will be added to the game, including new story content, special events, weapon gear, equipment, challenging game modes, missions, huh. and for the first time ever in the Ghost Recon franchise, raids. Raids? Oh, yeah. yes, so, daddy, bring it on. So the first thing this makes me think of is obviously the Division. It's I was about to say, that's like character. a d Division type of game, just making another Division type of title then? Yeah, so 
I played um, Ghost Recon Wildlands, and I was incredibly disappointed, as most people were. Um, the game was just PvE, and it was just kind of like this... It, it was like Far Cry, but not as satisfying combat-wise. It was, it was like a an empty far cry it had a such a rich world with nothing in it that was yeah. my experience of it and then once you right. kill like the whatever the, there's like these guys these hitmen that you had to kill or whatever and these yeah. drug lords and shiz and then that was the game that was the end right. game it was like well cool i guess what else do i do then you know yeah so um now with this game when i was reading um more of the info they have on their website this game seems like they're putting a more survival spin on it. Right. So, for example, there's this thing called the injury system. So, when you get injured in the game, oh. you actually – your character is permanently hindered in some way until you get to, like, a safe zone of some sort and heal up, whatever. Um, and then there's terrain. So, like, a super freezing mountain or something. Your guy could freeze to death or, like, run out of stamina. Um and then there's a buddy carry system, which is that sounds pretty mm. cool too. Where if one so of if your you get hurt, downed, mm. your That's teammate cool. can pick you up and carry you until you get to a safe area. So it's it kind of from the and from the sound of it, um, with this new bad guy crew of the the AI, which is like this, um, they're called the wolves. Right. And I guess what happens, my guess in the game is. Say you're in Ghost Recon Wildlands, you're just killing all of the guys, whatever. Um, in this game, these guys are like the high-tier enemies who are going to hunt you down and chase you and try and, like, kill you for, like, an hour even in game. Holy smokes. Time. But that's what it looks like to me, at least. Um, because they're saying, like, the advanced enemy AI is these wolves guys, even though they're not the main bad guys. So it's kind of like a cat and mouse game almost where it, you have to you have to hide in the mud, mm. you have to cover your character up and you get to sniping positions whatever. So it it looks like they took Wildlands in the division and mixed both and I'm interested to see how it's going to work out. I wonder so how I good the survival the is going to be for that because right. that's I mean if they do it right that's pretty it's pretty like hardcore, you know, and just, you know, blending in with your environment and, and really working with your teammates and stuff like that. I mean, it's cool, right. you know? Yeah. And I, I think the survival system can be very, very interesting in an RPG like game. I really do. I agree. Um, so yeah, we'll have to see, I guess. Um, so we'll there's a sign beta. up for that. Sign up for the beta. I'm going to check it out a lot because I'm, I'm really into like the whole third person, like division, like games, even though division two was kind of a letdown to me. Yeah. Um, I still want to check this game out. I don't know if I'm going to buy it right away because Wildlands was very disappointing. The beta felt good. I See, played the I beta. I played 15 plus hours of the beta. I didn't right. get the game. I felt yeah, I felt I got my I felt I got my experience in the beta and that was all right. I needed. And that's the thing is I made the mistake. I was like uh, I was like, "Oh my god, I love the Division 1. Same company. Mm -hmm. This game looks like the Division, but it's, and it was just I, empty. It felt like there was such a rich environment to do a lot of things in without anything to do in it, you know? <laughs> right, exactly. So we'll, we'll have to see. It's going to be really cool to, you know, uh, check that game out. I'm kind of ex really excited for that. But um, uh, let's see. 
any other heavy hitters really i mean we, we hinted gears obviously i mean borderlands 3 is obviously going to be one of the biggest games of the year if not game of the year was there anything else really shown that we haven't um, seen yet destroy all humans i wanted to quickly touch on that because right. david actually him and i played the shit out of that game when we were kids i remember uh, it being maybe, on the shelves we at the like stores <laughs> yeah yeah and i think it probably did well i actually don't know how well the sales were for that game but it was like the it was like the in-between of like jack and dexter it felt like that where it's kind of like go free go do whatever you want in the game and have fun Mm -hmm. that's what it felt like to me right and if they if they have one with updated graphics they have all the ideas that they could do with it it i think now you can quote me on this i think on twitch when destroy all humans comes out there's going to be a lot of people like lyric um and maybe even soda popping who is gonna they're gonna play that game just because it's like this funny ridiculous game right have you ever played it before? Any I feel like I played maybe like at the stores when they had them on demo. That's all I really remember. I, yeah. I do recognize the game though for sure. But yeah. I mean I check a game. I mean I check out anything that these days. So You're right. Um so there was obviously the new Star Wars Fallen Fallen Order. Uh Apex Legends has a new season pass with a new character, which did you see the ultimate ability the new character has? for oh um uh, what's her name Apex. yeah 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 it yeah, looks that was pretty cool. it looks legit i mean it's gonna be obviously people that that play a little bit more passive i think it's gonna benefit them but th that also kind of slows the game down and i think they did a really good job of making this new character in particular of trying to counter the third partying in battle royale games because if you set up your defenses the right way and play around your teammates the right way the way that she kind of has her ultimates going you can set up like a whole barrier system and traps and just kind of work your way around the map if you know the map very well so it'll be interesting right. i was i was watching shroud's reaction to it because obviously he has insider info he helped craft some of these characters i'm sure and had a lot of input and he said that she's not op that's what shroud said hmm. that she's not op yeah uh, or she she's very she's fairly balanced. She's not as OP as she looks. Um right. so that that's interesting coming from his side. Yeah, and um yeah, it'll be interesting because I personally I I didn't I'm not a big battle royale person. Um, but if there was one battle royale game I would play, it would be Apex. It, it's got that it's they make it so i mean they even said this at the ea conference that they they push it to be a competitive type of style that's what they want to do that's why they haven't come out with solos which is a, i think a pretty good choice on their part because i think solos would be kind of silly in apex legends depending on you know it would really just depend on what character can survive the longest that would be the only <laughs> only character people play i could right. see duos being fun because that way you're kind of you know countering other people you have a chance to survive differently and counter people differently 1v1s would be kind of silly in apex in my opinion but they they kill it i think they really kill it in in you know the the threes which right they do a really good job of just keeping it competitive thinking of different ways to counter different you know legends in the game and they're really really pushing this competitive feel to the game which uh, you know 
ended up rolling them to what the fans have been asking for for months and i gotta give i gotta give respawn credit for this apex has been out for almost five months which in i mean in, in you got to put this into realism here because I'm trying to think of how long it took Fortnite to really come out of season one because season one Fortnite was pretty just bland if I do recall. Yeah. Um, so I got to give Apex credit. They're coming out of the ranked mode five months into their release game. That's incredible if you think about it. We we called it. We, we said did. Um, the game is going to drop off if they do not get in ranked mode in, and it, and it has dropped off. I'm not going to say it's dead. Definitely a it, very popular compared, game still. Compared to where it was at the peak for about, what, maybe a month and a half, two months, and where it is now, it's a lot different. And um, we said if they add a ranked mode, that that automatically gets a whole new crowd it gets me in. that's all i mean I, I play battalion i stream only battalion 1944 right now i'm addicted right. to it because there's a ranking system and when and I, I got to rank one in in like my ladder you know and now i'm like what do i do so i look at the the, the u.s rankings and i'm like oh great so i got another thing to climb and so right. just getting better and learning different ways to play this goes for all games not just you know fps competitive fps's but all games all all battle royale games need a ranked mode all all fps games need some sort of ranked mode any any competitive game in terms of just you know skill level i think need a rank mode and they did a great job i have to give respawn credit coming out with a ranked mode after the fans have been asking for it the second you know the game comes out in five months or less that's pretty incredible i think yeah, and absolutely. and the apex elites you see the elite game mode yeah that's a yes. great idea so explain what that is exactly. so apex elite is a separate lobby that only people that have placed top five in get into so you have to place top five in a normal apex legends lobby and then once you place top five you get an apex elite coin and with that coin it gets you into the apex elite event which you play against all people that qualified in top five in their game so it's like a elite queue of people like and, and gm yep yep so you basically. can just basically play against really good players in a higher skilled lobby and it shows like your streaks and stuff like that in the corner so how many times you've placed top five in a row in apex elite it'll show it on the top so it's like kind of a bragging right thing and just to play against better people which is really cool yeah, and and we all know where this is going to go. I mm -hmm. think we all know where it's going to go from here. It's going to go to the money side of it. Yep. People are going to be playing for money. Yep. People are going to be tournaments, playing Twitch, like Twitch four, uh, rivals, dude, things. all that yeah, stuff. Maybe maybe not size of um, Fortnite. Fortnite right away, but I think this will catch wind. This will just get bigger and bigger from here on out. It almost has that Overwatch feel to it too, you know, where right. you have to. Um, you know counter picks and figure out different builds and different team compositions and stuff like that especially if there's a a ranked mode dude people are going to find out different ways to try and cheese the game as much as possible you know how like fortnite had the silly hamster balls for a while people right. would build a, build a one by one or whatever and just you know sit in a box with a hamster ball you know there's going to yep. be certain cheesy comp compositions for apex that's going to push a lot of competitive play but at the end of the day i think it's going to make the game better because there's going to be way more people wanting to compete since there's money on the line which entitled it's going to entitle the game to be better hopefully you know and we're, we're getting there the ball's rolling with apex which is awesome because 
it's probably my favorite battle royale game right now i do like my realm royale but uh you know in terms of like really popular games i i love apex man i think they do a great job with you know for for the time being they've done a great job with balancing i think there's a few things that need to be fixed out they really need to address their hitbox issue i'm sure they're working on it i'm sure that's going to come out within their next patch really need to fix that hitbox issue you know um certain certain guns having different balancing things along those lines fix the mozambique please <laughs> you know stuff like that um they made a joke about that in the ea conference yeah. but you know i think that they're I think they got the ball rolling, and I think that's the best thing that they could have done. So Now, let's talk the cosmetics game. Mm, dude. Because oh. I was looking at those gun skins, and I was like, dude, those and are literally... They took armor and weapons and WoW and put it yep. into Apex So, weapons. So let me put this out there before people start going, cosmetics, you know, cosmetics. You don't have to spend any money on um 95% of these skins. I think there's a few exclusive ones where if you main, if you get a certain rank in the battle pass, then you can get like a skin like that. But I got a skin for the R301. It's like that super like skull looking one. It's wrapped and it's got all the cool little colors underneath it. Yeah. I got that one for hitting level 15 in the whatever this uh, the season one battle pass which is awesome it's great it gives people an incentive to play more of the game level up your battle pass etc etc but you, i called this one ryan they, it's like they listen to the board of this podcast i swear to god <laughs> straight up like they added challenges so win a, three or four games in apex elite and you get this skin this cool whatever you know get this many kills in this game you know stuff like that it's right beautiful perfect simple easy and people are going to want to grind for those exclusive skins you can let's just say you can only get those or a certain amount that week and i heard which is great as well. They're kind of doing the Fortnite approach with challenges, which is beautiful. It stacks over time. So if you want to, you know, spend a weekend grinding out certain challenges, you know, you can go back and see which ones you missed and oh, try to finish those awesome. out for the season Dude. would be my guess, which is great. You know, it's that they're really listening to the community. I know a lot of people, oh, you haven't added a game mode. You haven't done this and that and this. From what I watched in that EA conference, they're they're listening. They're trying their best to get content and stuff out as quickly as possible, which is good. That's awesome. But yeah, I'm I'm they're, super excited. Stuff, I'm super excited, and it's gonna be. I I don't think I mean it's it can't go down from here realistically. I think that they right. I think that they're nailing the cosmetic game. I think that they're you know the content is just gonna keep the ball rolling, and. I'm excited to play it. I really am. Bottom bottom line, it's pretty much all yeah, I got. Yeah, and, and that might make me want to hop back in there. I mean, I I'm the same when it comes to um, most games. I, I like the competitive aspect so much that I want it to be able to show off to people that hey, look at my score here. Look at <laughs> my should play rank. battalion, dude. It's an addiction. Hey. I've yeah, put I've been in, watching you guys play it, dude. I. I have 60 hours in the game since it released, like re-released, the full release. Yeah. I, I'm, you guys have been grinding. I'm that addicted game. to it, bro. But yeah, it is. It has been something though. Pretty fun. Yeah. But yeah. It, if, looks, if, it looks solid, man. Yeah. It looks like it's only like like you said. I mean, most of those games, they're just gonna get better and better over time. And I played that game in like closed alpha or closed beta, one of the two, and. 
I like the game from the get-go, and they completely changed the economy system in the game. They completely changed a lot of, like, the way the guns look, the way you lean a little bit, stuff like that. Just quality of life stuff. And then they released it. Boom. Popped off. I think Twitch helped a ton with that. I think Shroud playing and working with those devs helped out a ton, which is awesome because he didn't get paid a single dime to play that game. So that's how you know it's a good shooter when he's mainly streaming that game and he's right. got like his own skin and stuff in the game and all that's crazy. There's a Shroud skin that's got a Shroud autograph in the game. It's like a $1,500 skin in Holy. Battalion. So... You know, that's just saying something there. But Jesus. what's crazy is that when, I, when me and T-Drock, one of my buddies that plays a lot of competitive shooters with me, he, uh, me and him played the shiz out of that game when it, you know, was in whatever, closed open beta back then. Um, and they just completely, they completely did a great job. I mean, there was only maybe 1,500, 1,000 people playing it at that time. I looked on on my steam charts uh numbers this is a couple days ago almost hit eight thousand people dude eight, wow eight thousand people like i think the integrated face it's doing a great job of getting people to you know try out the system play with other players that are really good maybe meet some people online whatever but that's that's fantastic in general that face it partnered with that with that game it's good to see really good first-person shooters coming out is what i'm saying it's it's fun because i i'm such a fan of fps games in general i just i like to see them you know that whole genre flourish obviously and it's it's great to see a good game out that's really what i like yeah absolutely um if you want to talk about a couple other games the only other things that i really want to touch on, um there's this game that came out a couple months ago and it, it actually took twitch by storm for about a week um they are billions i've played about 30 mm. hours of it um it's like a it's like a tower defense RTS, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so that is coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and obviously P it's out on PC, but there's something going on with it in July. They didn't say anything in the trailer, but I mean, hmm. that that I know Admiral Baru, he's going to be playing that for sure. His channel kind of blew up from that for a little while, right. which is crazy because you don't see those types of games do super well on twitch in this current stage of twitch i'd say right. just because of the whole battle royales and stuff like that but obviously the game is good because it i mean a lot of people enjoy it which is you know i've heard nothing but good things about it right yeah it's it's a very fun game for if you like uh survival slash rts and tower defense you know all that all that is in there and it's a really fun game I mean, it's only like twenty five bucks or twenty bucks. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's one of those. In, it's like one of those uh, diamonds in the rough for an indie game, mm, in my opinion. It's, right. it's like once if you're looking for a game, you got nothing to play. That's a decent one to play. So, um, Ghost Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts. That's a new. It, it didn't show gameplay, just a trailer. It kind of looked like um, for Sniper Elite. I think was yeah, the game. Yeah, that's that's the yeah, that's it, the what it you looked call it. similar to that, but it didn't at the same time. So okay, and the trailer shows this sniper taking out people, and then at the very end, someone's standing behind him and shoots him in the head. Now I don't know if it's supposed to be like PvP. I they didn't really say. So that that's something to look. I out like for. the sniper elite games. I've played through a couple of them. They're really fun. Yeah. So I mean, 
Yeah, know? it's it, and the genre is FPS uh, action sniper. So it's a first-person shooter. So who knows? Um, and cyber cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Oh my god! Big. I love CD man. I love The Witcher. They did the the greatest job on one of the best series of all time ever. So yep. this game is. This is going to be one of the top three games next year. Uh, yep. I think right alongside of uh, Borderlands 3 and a couple others. Um, just just the whole aesthetic of the game, the whole idea that they got going with how deep this, like, like what do you want to call it? Like, uh, this, this humanoid ver- robot, like, network goes. Like, people are yeah. basically modding themselves. It's crazy, dude. Yep, absolutely um and i think uh i mean for anyone who didn't get to see it keanu reeves is going to be one of the main main characters in the game blew my how did that not leak how did that not leak dude but i would like to also throw out i found this out too um his name in game is john oh my god i got chills that that was pretty funny um and also, uh, apparently, he was in the Cyberpunk series for quite some time. That's what it sounded like. Mm-hmm. His character was in the series for a long time, and now he's playing that character, which I'm sure there's going to be videos everywhere talking about what this means, whatever. So, um, yeah, overall, I mean, that trailer was awesome. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, that game is going to likely win game of the year next year. And yep. I'm so, not even afraid. So to say riddle that. me this. I know this is kind of like Reddit talk and stuff like that. I don't know. This is before this trailer and whatever, obviously, but <laughs> people are saying that this game is going to be overhyped. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't know about that overhyped. I think it's not hyped enough, man. Honestly, yeah. I don't think like, Maybe it's just because I know how good of a game that these guys make. I mean, they've made all the Witcher games and stuff, and I've enjoyed the crap out of those games. It's one of my favorite games ever, Witcher 3. Um, you know, just just the amount of, like, good dialogue that they put into their games, the depth and characters, you know, the whole aesthetics of the world that they put into, you know, the details of the, of the world and whatnot. It's just... Oh, it's... It's incredible, man. I don't know. Right. I, I don't know what to say just besides it's they do it. I don't know if you can make a perfect game, but these guys are pretty gosh darn close. You know what I mean? I mean, if I would say it would be very hard for someone to try to convince me that Witcher 3 was not a 10. I would say a high 9 to 10 out of 10. Game. Um, it's it was just amazing. Uh, story, action. Uh, the leveling aspects, the gearing, like all of it was just really, really phenomenal. And they had like I mean, the, two the or graphics three DLCs that were uh, almost better than the main stories, dude. You will get 300 plus hours. Minimum. That's if you minimum. just, you know. And that's on like normal difficulty too. Right. If you do the hardest difficulty, holy Well, on shit. the hardest difficulty, you have to learn. You literally have to like learn alchemy. Otherwise, you won't survive. <laughs> Right. You gotta like poison your swords and stuff and figure out all these different antidotes. It's, it's awesome, dude. Yeah. Fanta- fantastic game. So I expect nothing less. I really I expect nothing less from this game. This game looks more brutal, may I say it? More brutal than The Witcher 3, which yeah. is mind blowing. 
and just like the whole idea of it all these human all these like crazy basically the basis of it is just these humans that are trying to get all these illegal mods built into their body and stuff and it's just it's just crazy it's just like the whole underground black market type of thing going on i'm so, excited man yeah and and so there was this movie i watched um you guys probably heard about it um it was called alita battle angel um it didn't do the best it wasn't the worst story-wise it was all right um it's going to be a continued thing too so basically it, it had the same aspect of people trying to get illegal body parts to turn mm -hmm. into these badasses and i think that whole idea is just fucking awesome it's awesome dude it's they're a, freaking like, geniuses because the thing is about it is everybody would want to do that right who wouldn't <laughs> if you could get a freaking gun on your arm that would be badass i'm like, saying so that game all i have to say is that game is going to destroy next year and it I'm not afraid to say that it'll win game of the year. Because... I'm right there. And I'm right there with you unless the next God of War comes out uh, in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> right. There, but there, yeah. there could be competitors for. There could. For what is. Well, when does. No, no. When does that days. Not days gone, but that. um The plan, uh, standing. Um, Death Stranding come out. When does oh, that come right. out? That yeah, game is going to be. I think that's this year, isn't it? Wasn't it might it like be. The end of this year or something. Something like that. So that's but that's yeah. probably this year, but still, I mean, that game looks. I just I just want to know what happens. It's one of those yeah, types of games. It, it's just gonna be crazy. Um, next thing I want to talk about, Gears Five. There wasn't any real gameplay. I didn't honestly expect. There I to didn't be think they were gonna show any. A lot of people were saying this, and I 100% agree. What are you expecting? I'm expecting a Gears of War. Yep. With PvP, with the Nasher shotgun, where people just one-tap each other mm -hmm. and have fun. And that's probably all we're going to get, and I'm fine with that, personally. Um, people in the Gears community have been fine with that, so I don't see a problem with it. Um, they did have that new game mode called Escape, which is kind of like... It looks kind of kind of weird to me. Um, yeah. It was like a PvE, you run away from this green smoke that kills you if you don't get away, I guess. I'd play it. Um, the horde mode is always awesome in Gears of War. Right. Um, that's, that's that's the first thing I played in Gears. I never really played multiplayer. I would just play horde mode with friends. I would go over to friends' houses, play horde mode. That's it. Horde <laughs> mode. Yeah, and horde mode in Gears is the equivalent to zombies in Call of Duty. I love it. It's like fight off waves with guys, you know, whatever. Um, so that's all there is about that. Um, Ooh, Dying Light Dying 2. Light 2, yes. I knew yeah. I forgot something. Yes. So, okay. I have a theory from the trailer. Um, I played the shit out of the first Dying Light. I loved it. Mirror's loved Edge meets second. zombies in apocalyptic survival. <laughs> and at the very end of the trailer, it showed, it, it said, um, your, your main character is the same main character you played as from the first one. And spoiler warning for anyone who hasn't played the first one, but... Five minutes in, you get bit by a zombie. You are infected. Mm -hmm. Now you have to continually uh, keep yourself from getting infected, whatever. And at the end of that trailer, there's a little green button on his arm, and it's um, going down. Now it can mean either one of two things. It's just saying that you're the same character and that you can get infected still. That's still a presence within the game, and you need to go recharge. Or... Mm. 
the big aspect in first dying light was at nighttime the yep. zombies got stronger they get faster crazy and there was a certain type of zombie that I, f- I think it was like a night crawler was the name something like that but anyways it was a very fast strong zombie now this is my theory with it but and what i think they were trying to say was in some way your character because it's supposed to take place years after your character is supposed to take on the uh, adaptation of the infection to become stronger faster whatever that's my theory with it because they they ended it and said how he's infected and Mm. the first thing i think of i'm like why did they have to tell us that we already knew knew that so why does it matter so that's my theory on it we'll see what happens i played a good Um, amount of it of the first one i never really finished everything in the game but i did enjoy the aspect of just running around parkouring zombies for me always wins it i love zombies games playing with your friends is a big one as well um Um, and also it had pvp in it which was interesting they had the battle royale Uh, they did but they also had the um zombie versus player where you played as a zombie chase down other players so that was was beautiful i mean i i don't think that was the best part of it but the story itself if if you guys haven't played dying light before highly suggest get a couple buds sit down maybe play it for you know what i mean you don't have to finish it just play it for like give it 10 hours of your time you'll have a good time if you like dead island you would like that. oh dead island holy shiz all right ryan so Uh, we need to we need to like throw something up on the radar here of this this elden ring game and what's what's the basis behind it what's the writing behind it what's going on because i don't think a lot of people necessarily know unless they're big fans of the people that are behind it kind of a deal right so go Um, into it a little bit for people so i've played every single dark souls Soulsy game, Bloodborne, whatever, Sekiro, Nio. I played all of those and I played the shit out of them. I love them to death. This game is clearly that. It's clearly within the same range. It's made by the same people. Um, and George R. R. Martin, the creator of Game of Thrones in the books, oh. is also writing the I, I guess he's directing slash writing the story for this game and first and foremost obviously george rr R. martin is a very big fan of the medieval stuff that's why i did game of thrones mm-hmm. that's why he's doing a game like this now with how strong of a story game of thrones had throughout imagine i can't that imagine in a game. that implemented into a game like this i mean just from the trailer alone There's so many ideas rushing through my head. I'm wondering, who am I going to be playing? Who's going to be the bad guys? Who's going to be good guys? What is happening? And people are going to be breaking this down for forever. Um, So that that game alone is just... I can't wait, personally. I I just can't wait. Um, Obviously, huge Dark Soulsy vibes. It shows some big bad guys who look like they're going to be eventually the bosses, whatever. So, really, really amazing. I mean, they didn't even have to show gameplay, and I'm already right. know I'm going to buy the game. I'm watching it for the first time right now. It's just like, yeah. you know. Just yeah. ideas flowing through my head of, like, what this could mean. Obviously, it's a new series, kind of like Nio and Sekiro, Bloodborne, stuff like that. We'll see. 
right um, yeah and I'm, I'm not even like super huge into those games but just the fact that it's being written by some of those guys i mean that that just sells it for me alone honestly it's yep. it's it's gonna be super dope man yeah bandai namco and from software i mean whenever it's those two names together yep. you know it's gonna be something good um Ooh, now star wars dude we didn't even uh fall in fall in order yeah yeah we could talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we could do that sure. just a little bit. I haven't even um, seen this trailer. I yet. haven't either. I, I haven't actually seen the gameplay or anything. Um, I saw the trailer, but I didn't see the Not gameplay. the gameplay. What, dude? Come on. So if anyone <laughs> doesn't know, the um, the main character is the same. His name's Cameron Morgan. He plays um, Ian in this game. I mean, in the show Shameless. He also plays as the Joker in Gotham. Oh, that's um, him. So that, that is him. Yeah. So he's the main character you're going to play as. People were saying like he doesn't feel like he's for the role, but I what? think I he think looks it's... exactly like a Star Wars kid. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. So And it's a story driven star like super story driven Star Wars game. Right. So I mean, that's going to be that's going to be cool. I've been hearing things that this game might be somewhat difficult, you know, and Star Wars games I wouldn't say aren't difficult, but like if it if let's just say it's a really hard Star Wars game, that could be interesting, man. There's nothing right. out there like that, you know. It looks like the Force Unleashed plus like I'm hoping there's some RPG aspects in there because that's what really makes you feel invested in a character. Mm-hmm. Personally, for me, but we'll we'll have to see. I guess it it looks really really fun though. I mean. Yeah, just like the combat. Time will tell. Yeah. I love Star Wars games. And people will say, it's it's EA, man. I'm not buying any of these games. We know you're going to buy the game still. Shut your mouth, all right? We right. know you're going to buy it. Also, they already said how there's no microtransaction bullshit. <laughs> I think they that, learned their lesson on that one. And I, I wouldn't expect that in a single-player game anyways. So it's like they didn't even have to say it for me. I mean, right. I, I kind of expected them not to do that. Cause why would you? Yeah. Yeah. For that. No, I think they learned their lesson with that one. And Star Wars Battlefront 2 is still a great game. They're still updating content. They added more levels in it. They added two more maps not too long ago. I still play it. I, I still enjoy I'm the all game. About, I'm all about game companies. They realize they fucked up at and the And they can redeem themselves. They it. If they redeem it, hell, that's fine. I mean, the Division 1 is a perfect example for that. It was a shit show at the start. And towards the end was one of... A lot of people's favorite um, RPG-esque games. So, mm-hmm. um, and then what other things? There's a new State of Decay do- two DLC, which I mean, I that's a very an, selective audience. It's an I think, indie game. Super, I, I super good indie like game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I personally like State of Decay two, but it's not crazy news. Um, that game Crossfire X. So, have you ever heard of it? Um, um I, I feel like I have. I just so for people who don't know, Crossfire X is a ripoff of CSGO from a couple Wait, a really? Years. Yes. Oh, so baby. The trailer was really fucking weird and confusing, first off. I mean, it, they showed this open world and it looked gorgeous and all this stuff, and then I watched the video and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it, it just didn't make any sense to me. But, um, 
yeah, that's that's a thing. So we'll we'll see what happens. So there. it's just a big old CS ripoff, then, huh? That that's what the original one was. I don't know what this is gonna be because the trailer made no sense to me. Because what, what from what I'm looking at currently, it's just like store. It looks like story, open world, got like crazy army uh, missions going down. I don't know. I don't know. Looks interesting, but I I haven't done any research on it. Yes, that's that's what all I know. Um, people are posting on Twitter about it apparently, and kind of weirded out by it. Hmm. We'll see. Time um, time only can tell with all these games being announced. By the way, chat right. room. So it's you know don't don't take everything in these trailers with a grain of salt unless they're showing physical gameplay. You know. Yep. So yeah, that's. Uh... Oh, they have a stream starting on the Gears of War page for Gears of War 5. Oh, do they? Um, yeah, they're going to be doing the escape game mode uh, gameplay. So that's cool. Um, let's see what else we got. Borderlands, of course, was shown. Uh, I think some of the characters, it, it looks really fucking fun. I mean, the the, main, the characters we're going to be playing, there's this guy who has like three pet wolves. I want to play that guy for sure. Three pet wolves? Yeah, and he ran in and he sent them all after people. And I was like, holy shit. This the hunter, sick. dude. <laughs> um, and then there was this guy, this lady who has like a machine like Diva with giant machine guns on it. Another lady with um, like six giant arms that she slams on the ground like a titan and destiny 2 and um the last guy he like had a teleporting ability of some sort it, it looked really cool um and then they announced a new borderlands 2 dlc let's just put it right here on this podcast <sighs> they're the best they're the best they're the best developers ever dude oh i forgot to mention a free dlc yeah at that. gearbox um, is just dude they're the best they, how many DLCs and content have they dropped on Borderlands? I mean, when did Borderlands 2 come out? Seriously. It's a six-year-old game or something like that? Yeah, at least. And they're still dropping content. They're the it's, greatest. It's crazy to me. It's crazy. I could not believe that. When I saw, like, new new DLC content, I was like, what? Huh? Mm. Excuse me? Uh, so... I mean that's just fucking nuts. Borderlands Three is going to be a competitor. That's just a, that's just a team that is passionate about their game and listens to the community. Man, they do Absolutely. such a good job. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So to September play the new is going to be a fucking shit show. There's so many <laughs> There's games. No, I'm not going to have time to play everything. Destiny Two expansion, Borderlands Three, fucking uh, Gears Five. Um, what else is here? Uh, Wait, what? When does a Star Wars game come out? Oh, that's no. Um, there's there's just crazy stuff. I mean, uh, classic WoW is gonna be out in the same month too. Oh my god! A, a couple weeks. A couple before weeks before, but it's gonna go into that month. It's it's oh just gonna be wild. Oh my gosh, dude! Can I live without sleep? How long can I live without sleep, chat? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just gonna be crazy. <laughs> that's crazy, I can't man. It. I am just blown um, away, man. Yeah, so uh oh, a couple other things. There's this <clears> game 
Tales of Arise, it's like a weeby anime RPG game. All the Tales games. Cool. Yeah, like yeah, Tales it, of it Basiria looks... and all those games. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it looked pretty cool. I mean, I've, it, it I've wanted bad. to get into the Tales games. I just don't know if I necessarily have to. I mean, I've talked to my chat about this before, but, uh, you know, have to play through a certain amount of the games to really get a feel for the story and stuff like that. But I think they're all separate from what I remember. Super anime, like, um, like you can compare it to like final fantasy right like kind of right with ability based and everything like that yeah but i don't know i i i check out a game like this i mean Absolutely. whatever when there's a content drought whenever that'll be because holy shit but well, i mean we didn't gotta wait yeah, till november it, or september you know <laughs> we got a little it, while it was a gorgeous looking game it looked really good um now the big boy the big little infinite Oh, dude. Halo Infinite. Now, it didn't show gameplay. Didn't really touch on, you know, very much. But it's coming out quarter four, 2020. So, we got time. Yeah. But um, apparently, there was some big war that happened in the story from five to now that a lot of humanity was killed. So... That's going to be pretty crazy. I don't know what they're going to do with that. I I love the story of like Halo. I liked Halo Reach. 5's campaign. I liked I liked 1, 2, 3, and I liked Reach. 4 was really weird. I didn't play 5, but um, overall, uh, I'm excited for Halo Infinite. I hope to go back to the roots. All I wish is for the best for Halo. Yeah, I mean, I think I as really if I think if they just it. listen to their community, which is a still very large community, I would say, you know, ranging from all ages, and especially now that they're going to be having it on PC. That's like the biggest. I think that's the biggest kicker for it. I think more people, or I should say, more people, more gamers are gaming on PC these days. A lot more people are just, you know, they're investing in long-term setups where they can play stuff how they want to play it which is with whether it's higher fps whether it's um you know extended graphics extended fov whatever the case may be i think just more people want games like this out on pc and i think that's gonna add to the to the livelihood of the halo franchise especially since what i've been hearing is when master chief collection drops it's gonna be free to play the multiplayer which right. is gonna be awesome and that's only going to lead to more people, I think, purchasing Halo Infinite, especially if you're a Halo fan. But, I mean, story-wise, obviously Halo kills it. Gameplay-wise, that's up in the air, obviously. I'm still going to try my best to have a good time, especially with playing with buddies and whatnot. I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be solid. I really do. I really do think it's going to be fun. It's been three years, at least, in the making for this game. And... I mean, I, I think it can only go up from here. I think Halo 5 was not a very big fan favorite for a lot of folks, which, you know, it is what it is. I didn't have a bad time with it. The sprinting and charging and all that stuff was a little eh, but we'll see, man. I am I mean, I think everyone's played Halo or at least at least knows what Halo is. And I think it's right. going to be something that people will check out, especially if there's some sort of free to play option. Why wouldn't you check it out? You know, I mean, seriously. Absolutely. Um, and one last thing, the future for consoles, Ooh. project Scarlet was announced for holiday 2020. So same time as halo infinite, 
what do you think this means? Um, I don't know if you can. Can you pre-order Infinite right now? Um, Halo Infinite. I, I, I believe yeah. you can. Yeah. If you can pre-order it, then um, that's going to be interesting because they said Project Scarlet is the name for the new new next gen console. Um, they talked about some of the specs. Sounds pretty beefy. They talked 120 FPS, and I was like, "Why the fuck isn't it 120 FPS?" Yeah. Uh, but you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. So next gen is coming. PlayStation, obviously, they're not going to be at E3 this year, but by the end of this year, they, I guarantee you, PS5 will be announced in, in some way. Um, you, we'll have to see when. So, um, before before this Gears Five preview starts, um, the um, PlayStation Four or Sony not being at the E3 conference, quote unquote, not being at, at, there with their own booth and stuff like that. Do you think that there's still gonna there's still gonna be some sort of hints at stuff at E3, even though there's not a Sony booth, well, with uh with Sony type of titles and whatnot? Do you think they're gonna sneak their way on some sort of panel and show something? I think I think there's gonna be a little something towards the end of E3 here where there's gonna be something announced. Um, I don't know. It's it's very strange. I think there there's definitely an underlying reason for why they're not there. I don't think it was because they weren't prepared or something like that because Sony wouldn't do something like that. I think they've got something up their yeah. excuse me, up their sleeves right now. Whether it's, you know, a next gen console, which it will be, I think. I mean, it's around it's 2020, man. You know, they're going almost that decade for con- for a new next gen console. I'm just I'm just really hoping cuz PlayStation's got their you know they got they got it locked down when it comes to exclusives and just right. the you know the, just the volume of games. I really hope that the hardware is there. I really do hope that it's there. Me too. So yep. Um, and I think that's I think that's the biggest thing as I've gotten older. Where um, I know there's the whole console lull, all that. Um, people kind of saying how consoles obviously less superior because they can't run games better. I'm the type of person where graphics are secondary for myself. So performance over everything, man. If my game can run, I'm a lot more happy than if it's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Um, But with that said, I don't know. I don't know about getting the newest Xbox, newest PlayStation right away because um, as we're seeing right now, especially we can play Xbox games on our computers now. Yeah, the uh, so, the Microsoft, um, what's it called? So if you want to buy an Xbox game, you can <clears> buy it on your computer and play it. There's Most no, of them, There's yeah. no restrictions, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of, will Sony have something up their sleeve where they're going to try to get in there to let you play on your computer? That'd be or they're gonna game force changing. You, or they're going to force you to get the new console. That's the question. I think that's going to be something people really mm. got to start thinking about because uh, I personally don't – it's hard for me to want to buy a $600 slash $500 console again mm-hmm. after when I could just look at my PC and be like, I want to just upgrade this thing. Right. Um, and I like the feeling of having a controller in my hand. I love – even now, when I start my Xbox up to play Gears of War, I'm like – Oh, this brings me back to the good old days. That's just how we were raised, man. I mean, not yeah. many of us grew up. I mean, some of us did grow up on PC gaming. I mean, some of you guys played original vanilla WoW, obviously, and stuff like that. But a lot of people, you know, 
Let's go off, right after school, hop on Halo. Or right after school, let's play some zombies, you know? <laughs> like, that's what I remember, at right. least for me. Exactly. Which... So, uh, I, I like the feeling of playing on a console. It's It feels... Feels good. Right. It feels right for me um, to be able to switch back and forth between those things. But I don't think I can see myself buying a $500 console again. For some uh, people right away, no. 100% yeah, agree with you. Uh, but unless the, the hardware is there you know yeah if if it can run games really well and there's some exclusive games i can only play on there then i'm leaning more towards the playstation side 100 you can play all these xbox game, xbox games on your computer mm -hmm. So but like that, that of... way xbox is still making money so they did it smart you know with the windows thing where or right. they're also integrating all those classic games over with the xbox game pass i'm sure you saw the whole thing i mean they said it like 50 times xbox game pass or whatever you know you pay 15 or 10 bucks a month or whatever it is and you get any like newer triple a game right away when it comes out they're doing like the whole origin approach where right. they or you know i i pay for origin access it's like whatever couple couple bucks a month and you, you get your games and stuff like that whatever a lot yeah. of it seems like you get a lot of games for xbox pass which is cool a lot of triple a games it's it's a good option for people that don't necessarily have the funds to spend 60 dollars on every single game which right. it makes sense you know it's better to spend a hundred and whatever it is 150 bucks a year than drop 60 dollars on each title you know I get yeah, it. Absolutely. It's not a bad move and on their part, especially if people are swapping to PC a lot of the time, you know, that way they have both, they have both, um, you know, things up their sleeve where PlayStation is not going to be complete or Sony's not going to be completely dominating the market essentially. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so it says the Bethesda streams up in 26 minutes. I just okay. Wanted to throw yeah, that I just have the, what you call it, the gear stuff, taking a look so at the gear stuff up like there. It looks like they're maybe running late. I, I don't really yeah, know Yeah, Bethesda's a, a little bit behind schedule right now. That's what I'm looking forward to the most. So we'll do some live reactions for you guys here in a little bit. But Yeah, so that's um, what I'm expecting from Bethesda. I don't know if you're on the same boat with me, but there's going to be something Elder Scrolls 6. There's going to be something... Um, some new titles. They, they said there's two new titles. I, I doubt they're going to show year. any Starfield, honestly. I really doubt they're going to show anything, but we'll see. Yep. Um, I don't know how much you're even going to show of Elder Scrolls 6, because Starfield, Elder Scrolls 6 from last year, we just got flashes of the games being confirmed, basically. Right. I think, so, I think we're going to see a longer trailer, but no gameplay. No That's gameplay. There's not going to be much Obviously info. Obviously, they're going to do the new Doom, too. Doom, Quake um, stuff. There's going to be a lot of Elder Scrolls Online stuff, which I'm pretty stoked yep. about. Yeah, um, Elder Scrolls Online is going to be like the Elsewhere stuff, I believe, right? Yep. Um, mm -hmm. So that, that'll be cool um fallout who gives a shit about uh they screwed that up man huh and yeah i i i don't know what the so the two on they're two unannounced titles i believe really um so that's that's gonna be interesting they could be a whole new brand series that we've never heard of before or thought of and mm -hmm. i mean bethesda they do have a good track record if you put fallout 76 aside I mean, that game doesn't count. You know, yeah, just just forget about Fallout 76. I've, and I've never once in my still... life, Ryan, pre-ordered a game for $60 and never played it. That was the first game. Yeah. Tough. And 
Oh, jeez. I don't even want to get into it. I just think they they just forced it out, man. That's what it felt like. Just kind of like, yeah, we got this on this engine. We got this. Everything's going to feel like Fallout 4. Throw it together in some somewhat big servers and call it a day. (laughs) Like, that's what it felt like to me. And I'm like, oh, man. This had so much potential. And then it just turned into uh, a pretty crappy title. Absolutely. But we'll see. Well, other than that, I mean... Yeah, Bethesda does pretty good. They're my main they're my main squeeze when it comes to these. I enjoy their games a lot, so I'm super pumped. Yeah, and uh and this Gears of War thing real quick, I just wanted to point out that it looks like they're taking horde mode and making it like uh it's like um a race kind of thing where you're trying to escape the, the bad monsters, which I was hoping to get multiplayer because I know that's what everybody wants to see. Wants. You know. <laughs> um but I mean, it'll still be cool to see the gunplay. They have this, like, electric knife. I, okay, so I saw that. The- um, Casey was in call with me. He's a big advocate for Gears of War. He loves yep. Ge- Gears of War. So he was really, really scared and saying, like, wait, they have abilities? So he's he was thinking, like, hopefully they don't have something like that in multiplayer. You yeah, know? hopefully Could we you don't imagine that three slash four on our hands. Four was rough with all the specialists. But... I hope the specialists isn't a thing in gears because I know people are gonna flip their shit. Yep. That happened. Yeah. But the gears devs are quite smart. Um, when it comes to multiplayer, they've kept it basically this same. Uh, what's it called? Same formula where it's kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing crazy changes. New maps, obviously, cleaner, looks like more reactive. Whatever. I personally can't wait for Gears of War Five. Yeah, you, you're I, I a really, big advocate I really for want it. to get into the competitive side of it very badly. Um, because I I played it a couple months ago and I was absolutely slaying kids and I was like, holy shit, I haven't played this game in literally years and I'm doing pretty decent. So I, I'm excited. Um. Other than that, I, I think that's kind of most of the games. Fantasy Star Online 2 was announced to be on Xbox, I guess. So I heard like- about this game back in the day. I uh, Shout out to Gathalian, King Gathalian. I listened to him on the daily at work. And he always rants on talking about Fantasy Star Online, and he played it on console, and it had like a monthly subscription, and it was really hardcore and stuff. So he kind of right. hints at it. I've never really played it. I've heard about it. But so apparently it's going to be free to play on consoles and on PC. Okay. Um, it looks cool. It's like a, you know, more anime look to an MMO. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, the trailer didn't really show combat. So it's kind of just like. Just kind of hinting at it. That's coming and, and whatnot. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Try MMOs, MMOs, man. Any yep. MMO that is trying to make it i'm always down to try it out you know right so do you know what kind of an mmo is it it's gonna be i have no idea they it just said like endless stuff to do in it so that's good it might be a warframe game we're talking about who knows i have no right. idea huh i mean when the for the uh, first fantasy star online that shit just came out pff, probably over a decade ago or something like that yeah. you know so interesting I'll, i mean i'll like I said, free to play MMO, dude. You, sh- you bet your bottom, I'm gonna check it out for sure. Right. 
especially if people are playing it and saying it's always it's all free to play cross-platform they're announcing that as their headlines for it so that's interesting cross-platform is just i think that's just the way to go now since since fortnite ever changed the wave about cross-platform man i mean it's just opening that up for all these games dude i mean even call of duty's pushing that this year i don't know if you right. heard too much about that but even cod is pushing this cross-platform selling point too that's which will be, be interesting very interesting i don't know how that's gonna work out we'll see and what's uh, crazy about that too is I, I mean these are just rumors obviously it's gonna be nothing but rumors until you know everything comes out obviously or or something gets fully announced but um that makes me question if stuff is going to be cross-platform what's the point of having a call of duty pro league on console anymore right why not you know why not have it on um you know pc you know better frames better graphics better fov just have them play you know throw in a controller have the pros pro players play on that i, I don't know right it makes most sense you're getting to some Gears gameplay now. Yeah, I'm watching it. You seeing it? it? <laughs> looks really good. They're playing on console, so it's like, hey, it looks pretty solid so far. It looks really smooth, man. I'm sure it's on the 1X or whatever, but... Uh... Right. Yeah. So it looks like a, it's like a survival, kind of like zombies. But... I'm down, dude. Yeah. Sign me up. Cool. I haven't played horde mode in five years, probably. These guys <laughs> suck pretty bad. No, they, these are some WWE guys, I think. Yeah. <laughs> they run out of ammo a lot, it looks like, though. Look at yeah. that. Yeah, the little ammo thing at the bottom. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like no Interesting. I mean, you know more about Gears than me. I mean, I've played a little bit here and there, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, shoot, more the the more stuff to do in these types of games, the better, I think. Obviously, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, people people are gonna want to compete, play multiplayer, play ranked, do all that sort of stuff. But I'm always down for new game modes, especially if they put some serious time into it. I mean, it looks like something I'd enjoy, you know. Um, I'm just gonna throw it out there. King of Thalion is playing the new DLC. He's already playing for, it. Um, yeah, Border for Borderlands Two, and they have. They have some heavy metal music playing during a boss battle. That's it's awesome, dude. Yeah. Don't copyright strike us, Cathalion. <laughs> That's it crazy, though, dude. Like, sweet. like really think about that for a second. 2012, I think, is when Borderlands 2 came out. Just really let that sink in. It is almost 2020, Ryan. And they're dropping content on a game. That's They that know old. their community, man. They, they do. know it. They they're they're it. the best devs out there, man. Yeah. Actually, I take that back, dude. But uh, not bun or Bungie. Sorry, Bungie dropped some knowledge on us the other day, and I've been waiting to talk to you about this for the whole week because it's just been nothing but greatness. I'm I am so pumped for what destiny has to offer and just the announcements that they gave and all all the different quality of life stuff with accounts account management and just you know them hinting at adding content to destiny 2 for three to five years or something like that it's yeah it's wild bro so let's go into it a little bit so first things first if you have never played destiny one or two before there is going to be in september something called destiny new light now what this 
what this is is you literally are going to be able to play the first story mission of Destiny 1 and then it's going to transition you throughout a couple missions to get you caught up with the story of Destiny 2. And you're going to start at 750 light, which is the max light level of the current DLC. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be caught up with all your friends. This is completely free. Yep, and it's going to be if free. You want, if you want to get all of the DLC plus the new one coming out in 40 uh, bucks September, I believe, I believe how it's going to work is with Forsaken and um, either with Forsaken and the season pass or just that. Uh, season pass is going to be 30 bucks it's only 30 uh, bucks i i believe what's going to happen is either it's going to be uh forsaken and that season pass mm. or it's just going to be the season pass but it sounds oh, like it'll okay. be both it sounds like it, it'll be both because it's going to be 40 but the new gotcha. dlc is going to be 35 that's so in total if you want to get everything in destiny including the new DLC that'll be out in September, which is going 75 to be 75 bucks huge, by the way. Um, it's going to be 75 bucks. That is. Um, and let me just say this 75 bucks is a lot of money. I will say that, but the fact that they're letting you level up for free up to the, the whole new light process, leveling up for free. You don't have to pay a dime to try this out. By the way, you can level up, play the first couple missions, kind of get yourself into the Destiny world. They kind of explain, you know, like what, what it is to be a Guardian in this new world of Destiny, basically. You, it's all free. And then if you like it, then you can check it out. Then you can play new content and maybe try out some different, you know, you know, things that the worlds have to offer. And I'm, and I'm assuming like strikes and stuff are going to be free and PvP, I'm sure, is going to be free. Maybe even Gambit will be free. Who knows? We'll see. But... That's that's great. That's super. I mean, that's just a little bit of it. That's just the starting bit of what Bungie announced for Destiny 2. Because it just I don't know. Ever since they got rid of Activision, it's like they're a completely different company. That, that, yeah, and that's and, just saying something right there. And that's the other thing that I really wanted to touch on was they said and I can't I was so fucking happy when I heard this. They said they're going to go more towards the RPG aspects of the game. Oh my gosh. As dude. well as the MMO aspects oh, of the game. Oh, and I'm so sure this, you saw this, the, the, what you call it, the skill trees that they were showing off, dude. Yeah. Oh so, my gosh. So they're going more towards the route of um, World of Warcraft. Yes, they're going more dude. towards the route of uh, games like Dragon's Dogma, where your character levels up. It's just you level up, get new skills, whatever. Your, your character gets stronger. That's the biggest issue I have had with Destiny, and I know most people have had with Destiny, is your character does not feel strong. At he all. doesn't feel like he's getting stronger. He just feels like he's trying to catch up, and it's this constant cycle. And Dado, who is a very big Twitch streamer who plays Destiny all the time, he makes some of the best YouTube videos, he called them out on that. He said, it seems like you guys are doing the repeated cycle that you did with Destiny 1, which was two very small dlcs one big one mm. so it, in the first destiny it was the dark below and house of wolves and then it was taken king yeah taken king was huge taken Amazing. king was one of the best if not the best expansion to to the destiny franchise and guess what happened with destiny 2 Mm -hmm. Two small DLCs, Forsaken. Huge, amazing DLC. Massive. So, Dado called them out on that. He said, 
it seems like you guys are doing God this bless, constant cycle. And this is what they replied. They, well, a lot of you might know we had some partners that are no longer our partners anymore. <laughs> There's, they didn't say that exactly, but no, basically but... they said we had things holding us back that are no longer holding us back. Mm. So now mm. we can take hold of what Activision. the players want. So they they literally were shitting on Activision multiple times. The whole times. time. The biggest thing, the biggest thing of this new DLC, if anyone hasn't seen the trailer, watch the fucking trailer. There's a part in it that I really want to point out. There's this character who is in the trailer. Her name's Eris Morn. She's from Destiny 1. She was a very strange character. You didn't know if she was good or bad, but it's seeming like she's a bad guy. She talks about the moon. The moon was one of the coolest places in Destiny 1 to go to. And she says that the things that basically she says the things you've been killing are coming back to life over and over again. Oh. They're never dying. It's undying. So the first character we saw was from the first DLC, The Dark Below. It was Crota. Now, Crota, if you guys ever played Destiny 1, that boss fight was fucking nuts. I mean, it was it was just insane. And so they showed that he's alive again. So my question to you is, are they going to recycle that type of content into some sort of I, I, I don't I don't think it's going to be a raid. I think it's going to be some sort of strike or mission or something along those lines, which is awesome. I, I would love for stuff like that. If they're going to add a little bit of snippets from the original their original uh title game that that's awesome i mean they're already doing it with the the new light thing you get to play the first mission of destiny one again and that's that's gonna be awesome man yeah and and that's that's another thing um people were talking about so there's this thing in world of warcraft called time walking dungeons and raids where you get to go back and play the content from an earlier time in the game um, people think that that's going to be coming back into destiny and i don't think that's a bad thing but i also don't think that's like it's recycled content where is that good where is that bad i say the more content the better but at the same time i say um i want new stuff i want stuff, obvious stuff i mean I all the hardcore get. fans right. are gonna want you know new stuff something to do in the game something that i can always hop on and not be you know it's not finished and Dude, I mean, I, I used this analogy earlier. The, the ball's rolling, man. It seems like the ball's just rolling with these games, and it makes me so excited because, obviously, Bungie wants to support their community as much as possible, but they were just being held back, bottom line. They were just being held back. They weren't getting to do the stuff that they wanted to do. Whatever the contracts they had with Activision uh, was, you know, it's gone now. They are free. The chains have been dropped, man. And it's it's really exciting because I think at this point in the Destiny 2, or I should say the Destiny world, it's only going to be better from here on out. There's only going to be more content from here on out. There's only going to be a longevity of just the lore, the, the whole franchise in general, and just everything that we want it to be as 
uh, a community. I, I just it's just gonna get better. I mean, they're already going and taking steps towards making your classes more customizable in terms of having different mods throughout the seasons. You know, right. having different st- stat charts, having different builds per se for character, and they're just going in depth more with the skill trees. You know, so that it's it's more customizable, like a, a World of Warcraft, for instance. You know, doing right. doing something where I can build my character how I want him to, and make him, you know, special for this raid or special for PvP or whatever you're into. You know, and I think that's going to be the best part of the you know the new updates coming. Yep, and that's another thing they mentioned: transmog. So you're going to mm, be able that's to transmog right, dude. Oh. some of your favorite sets. That's great, so dude. That that I mean, it's just uh I say for people who are skeptical, try the new stuff that is free when it comes out in 3 months. Um and I I'm obviously very biased on it because I've played Destiny 1 since vanilla and I love it. Mm-hmm. But like I said, try the free stuff. Um and just try and pay attention to what kind of content's coming out for it because at this point it it's just going to get better from here for everybody um i mean having activision no longer there we've seen so many games get ruined by activision i can people can name off tons of games that have been ruined by because of activision's presence even including world of warcraft in many ways but i won't get into that um it's just from here on out, watch out for Destiny because I think it's just going to get. They're going to take the. Uh, here's a great point. I was I I listened to Gathalian religiously because I love Destiny. I love his insight on just you know stuff, and he has a lot of you know behind the scenes looks at you know the, the community or with the community. He I mean he does Guardian Con, which is going to be like in July sometime. You know all of that good stuff, um, but he just has some good points on it and. You know, the game being on Steam alone and it being free to play. Do you know how many ga- how many times I alone, I can imagine other people that are just as hardcore as me about games, look at Steam and look at free to play MMO in categories, you know, in, in specific categories. That's like the number one search for thing on Steam. You know how many people have Steam, dude? Think about that. People are right. going to be trying that game out. Just, just because it's free to play, just because it's there and it's an MMO, and Destiny Two is great. I think it's great. So I, there's gonna be a lot of new people checking the game out, and it's just gonna be, dude. I'm so excited, man. So much content. Just there's just it's gonna be endless. There's an it's gonna be an opportunity to have endless content for Destiny if they do this right, you know. And them just right. hinting at the three to five year thing got me the most excited because. That means they're going to start taking their time with content. Not saying that they haven't before, but they're going to really have the uh, the time to... Uh, right now, they're going to have the time. They're not going to be pushed by Activision to throw out crap content or throw out half of an expansion, you know? So, right. it, it's, it's going to be great. And the price tag on the new content is kind of in between Forsaken, where it's not as expensive, but also... Was Warmind cheaper than $35, or was that around the same? Um, uh, Warmind was part of the, 
season one pass so i think oh, okay. it was like 30 bucks okay so it's it's basically it's in between 30 and like 45 bucks basically so yeah. that price tag what that price tag is saying to me personally is that it's gonna be a good amount of content but not quite as much content as forsaken so that's good though i mean i'm down for more content in general which is gonna so, be great so the the way i scale it is um from destiny one Taken King had about the same amount of content as uh, Forsaken did. And so mm -hmm. with that, my guess is the Rise of Iron, which was the the, um, the equivalent of this next DLC coming out. Okay. Um, it's probably going to have the same amount of content as that one, which was still a, a very solid, good chunk. Solid chunk. Um, overall, Destiny 2 is just going to go upwards from here, in my opinion. I hope... I hope it does, and I think it will, because after watching the Vidoc and them talking about new stuff, they're adding finisher moves. They're adding uh, way more customization stat-wise. Uh, they're, they're just doing a whole lot to let you play the way you want to play, which was my another one of my biggest issues with the game was you were kind of forced to use whatever weapon was, like, strongest. So. Yep, and if they can master that, you know and make you feel stronger and like you're just dunking on stuff that's you know that's gonna do it for me obviously yeah absolutely Oof. so <clears throat> in in terms of just destinies or destiny 2 and like the skills do you think they're gonna add another subclass for each character yeah i think i think they could um and i don't think they they would because uh let me think trying to think of what happened in rise of iron yeah in rise of iron i believe you did get a whole new subclass so they probably will i, I could definitely see that um either that or they might just change around all the subclasses currently good Who knows? or maybe make you it know? more detailed and, and you know specific to whatever you know tree you're going off of that could be interesting you know right dude did you see the the finishing moves <laughs> yeah that was cool how cool the is Titan that dude just punch the superman punches like the yeah. boss like dude can i punch riven in the f in the nose dude like you know what i right. mean like that'll be that'll be interesting to see right just uh but this is like starting in two minutes by the way i got um, it i got it on lock baby i'm guessing elder scroll six right off the bat mm -hmm. calling it right now chat you think so all right what happens I, um, I think there'll be a trailer for that or doom one of the i was other. gonna say i i think doom because doom they is... might start off with that and end with elder scrolls right oh dude bethesda's just so <sighs> they do it for me i don't know what it is just like they're i love their games man i really do i'm excited Please don't drop the ball on like a Fallout game on me or something. Two unannounced titles, not. bro. They shouldn't even mention Fallout 76 because that's just going to be bad PR right away. They just got to drop that game. Forget about it. Mm -hmm. just, 100%. Just give up on that. Oh, man. All right. Talk to chat for a second, Ryan. I got to pee. I will be right gotcha. back. Short intermission. <laughs> I have some tissues ready for Elder Scrolls 6. Dude, same. You guys might get a little action. Just kidding. Imagine if they did another Fallout. Like a giant DLC to Fallout 76. Holy shit, they would have 
such a bad time. All right, let's see. I can't. I'm going to keep reloading this E3 2019 recap page to hopefully get like early titles that they add in. So I can tell you guys. One more minute. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Alright, I'm gonna watch on my phone while you, while I'm watching uh, you guys talk. Let's check it out. Hopefully he has the volume up for you guys. Oh, is it starting? Holy shiz! I'm yep. back! I'm back! There is no game. Okay. There's no one to play it. No one to interact with it. You keep us in check. Chat room, I can't explain how like how excited I am for this. I love Bethesda stuff every single year. I'm such a big advocate for arena shooters and everything too. Oh, dude, I just remembered Prey. They might do a second Prey game. I heard that game was amazing. Yeah, me too. You empathize with us as developers and with each other as a community. Live reaction. This is a first for us. Right. I'm Dinga Bakaba, and I used to take a week off every time a Bethesda game came out. My name is Mark Diaz, and when I was eight years old, I used to sneak over to my buddy's house to play Doom. Oh, another Doom? That makes me want to download the their first iteration again. I played that game like twice. Yeah. Senior-old gamer who just wanted to bring joy to others through video games. And now I'm game director at Arkane Studios. Now I'm a game programmer at id Software. Now I get to be a part of building that world as the creative director on Elder Scrolls Online. Now I'm a UI programmer at Bethesda. Start it! Start it! They could do a new uh, I see you. Wolfenstein. Ooh. You know what's crazy? I have those games. I haven't played through them. Dude, I played through the first one for the first time uh, while my PC was getting uh, mm -hmm. I was fixing. Dude, that game is sick. Like, actually, really fucking good. Yeah, I love I love FPS games too. So I mean, <laughs> right then and there. Oh, here we go. Here we go, boys. All of a sudden, there's two hundred thousand people in here. <laughs> oh, Doom! Oh, baby. I really enjoyed Rage 2. I never finished it. I played a good amount of it. I just never got around to uh, finishing some of the quests, but Rage 2, dude, felt great. Like, their their gunplay in it, man, felt so good. Yeah. Definitely a good pickup if it goes oh, on sale. Oh, shit. I just remembered they What's made up? the Evil Within 2. They did? Yeah, it was made by Bethesda. I just completely forgot about that. 
Oh, baby. Oh, rage. Oh, here we go, Ryan. Here we go. Let's go. Bethesda, here we go. I could smell the neck beards in the in the crowd right now, dude. <laughs> oh wait, that's a that's um lizard event. It's a joke, chat. I'm a neck beard right now too. Look at me. <laughs> oh, dishonored. What? That's right. Holy shiz! I forgot yeah, I how good dishonored that. was, man. All right, here we go. Thank you very much. How are you? Feel good? Awesome. Thank you guys for being here. Thank everyone watching around the world to tuning in to watch our fifth annual E3 showcase. Wow, only fifth? What? Oh, really? This That's is crazy. a night dedicated to those who love games, who love the incredible entertainment that games provide. This past year, you fought demons on Mars and Nazis in America. Mm -hmm. You were assassins in the Empire. Adventurers in Tamriel and survivors. They do have some variety, man, don't they? And survivors in the wasteland. They got so many teams. <laughs> Why are they saying yeah? I don't know. Yeah, they're just yaying, yaying because they are there, dude. However, you choose to play, and that's the key. You take the worlds that we create and you make them yours. You share your experiences with other players. With this guy's a good talker. With our yeah. games. You've built large global communities that truly matter. This year, we want to give special recognition to the extraordinary Bethesda community. As you showed, as you saw in our opening video, you mean everything to us. I've almost been at this company for 20 years. And when I first Holy started- Holy shit. That's crazy. It's a long time. Right? The GOAT. He's like, God when I first damn it. Started, <laughs> no. My first responsibilities was moderating the community forums, chatting with you and keeping that's, you up to That's date crazy. On that's a, a rough job. <laughs> because it was the perfect reminder of why we do what we do. And like so many others at Bethesda, I've spent a lot of time with you at events around the world. I've enjoyed meeting so many of you and getting your thoughts and feedback. So tonight, we'll be taking time throughout the show to hear directly from some of you in the Bethesda community. We are thrilled tonight to show our fans the lineup of great games we've been creating just for you, including the premiere oh boy. of some exciting Someone's new games. Someone's going to ask about 76. And we'll go deep yep. on Doom Eternal. Doom! Yes! Yes! I love Doom. So, if you're ready, let's kick it off and to get an update from our friends at one of the most celebrated development studios in the world, Bethesda Game Studios. Please welcome studio head and my good friend, Todd Howard. Todd! He Here he goes. Hope it doesn't start with uh, Fallout 76. I know. <laughs> Here we go. He should troll everyone and be like, you guys enjoying 76? Yep. <laughs> Great to see everybody. We have had an incredibly exciting on, year at Bethesda Game right. Studios. Given some of that excitement, impressed you're still here. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Actually, over the last year, we've had over 60 million players in our games, our most ever. And it's all of you 
It's all of you who have made these worlds what they are. Take Fallout 76. Oh! <laughs> Starting with it. <laughs> a type of game we'd never done before. Had a lot of difficulties at launch. And we got a lot of well-deserved criticism. He's honest. He's honest. But the team kept working on it, and you kept playing it. And through all of that, something amazing has happened. It's thanks to all of you. Ryan's missing this out. This game has one of the best online communities we've ever seen. We made a post-apocalyptic survival game where you can do whatever you want, and everybody's nice to each other. <laughs> they don't go on killing griefing sprees. They leave food and water for the newbies and wave to each other. I don't know about you. This should give us all hope for humanity when the apocalypse does come. <laughs> to you. And we have a lot more in store <laughs> this year for Fallout 76. But first, our latest game, The Elder Scrolls Blades, is an early access. And thanks to all of you... I have that on my phone. ...it became our second straight number one mobile game after Fallout Shelter. Absolutely incredible. And to tell you what's coming to Blades, let me introduce project leader Craig Lafferty and art director Matt Carafano. We got that Fallout 76 out of the way. <clears throat> thanks, Todd. It's great to be here at E3. And thanks again to all of you for making Blades number one. As someone who's worked on The Elder Scrolls for 20 years, it's been incredible to bring this world to your phones in an all-new way. I gotta play it on my phone. I haven't played it on my phone yet. I think I downloaded it, but... Well. And whether you're exploring a dungeon or rebuilding your town, it's great to be able to do it wherever you are. Since it's E3, we're releasing our biggest update yet, featuring all-new jobs and solo arena battles, an all-new custom jewelry system, and a brand-new Dragon Quest line. Dragon Quest line, yeah, on my phone, yeah. People it are taking all these more, pictures and shiz in the crowd. All, it's coming out tonight. Oh! <laughs> so, download free tonight and give it a try. And we're also hard at work on our arena mode for this fall that will feature PvP, your own guilds, and visiting your friends' towns. But most exciting this year... Oh, the mobile game. You missed the 76-bit. Switchblades. What'd he say? He's like, we had some well-deserved criticism. And yada, yada, yada. Had a rough launch. He was honest, at least. Yeah. What do you do, man? What do you do? Oh, it's, go it's on the Switch? What is this? I wasn't paying attention. It's like that mobile game that Yeah, came out I have it on bit. my phone. Uh, Blades. Yeah, there we go. But it's kind of like ridiculously uh, pay to win. Oh, is it? Yeah. I got to get shitty stuff out of the way first. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, it's still free. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Blades is the perfect fit for the Switch. You can play on the go, on your TV, and with motion controls.
but best swinging of all, in my room, just knocking shiz over. That could be cool as motion so controls, though. I yeah, will, I'll, I'll admit it's like so almost VRE, but on mobile, yeah, all your progress will carry over, and it's playable here at E3 in our booth and Nintendo's. Yeah. These two guys, they're not here for blades. Why are we up here? We also have some special rewards for both our Apple and Google players this week. So download tonight and let us know what you I already have it downloaded. I haven't played it yet, though. <laughs> now, let me introduce Jeff and Tom to tell you what's coming to Fallout 76. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go, here boys. We go. Oh, hey, boy. one. It could be one update away from being a de a playable game. We'll see. Let's see what they got. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> he goes, oh and boy. Studio director Tom Mustaine. On behalf of everyone at Bethesda Game Studios, we want to thank the millions of you who have played with us, stuck with us, and helped shape the world of Fallout 76. Vote world. Absolutely. <laughs> it's incredible what the game has become. You've told us how much you've loved this year's updates so far from camp building. I haven't played the update or looked at it, to be fair. And of course, the dreaded Sheep Squatch. What? We've also Sheep been working Squatch? on Sheep Squatch? update yet. Cool. It's called Wastelanders. And it will fundamentally change the game. Let's see it. Say it's free or else you're in trouble. Yep, say it's free, my dude. It's been some time since Vault 76 opened its door. And we all discovered that Appalachia isn't quite what it used to be. We encountered a lot of things. Overcame a lot of things. I don't think Murlocs expected for people to actually come back. Are you from that vault? Can you help us? We've traveled pretty far. Heard there's hope here in Appalachia. Folk rebuilding, fighting back. We'll fight too. Why is that guy eating bullets? Yeah, Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> Holy crap. We've been everywhere and seen everything. And the one thing we've learned is this. You gotta claim the wasteland before it claims. Yeah, do they really expect people to pay for something? Oh God, what is that? What the hell is that? I don't know. <laughs> With them. And it's free to play. Even NPCs. That's a good start. That's a good start for sure. Free. Yeah. Free. They did it. You called it. Dude, that, that's I'm good. I'm not gonna lie. That's a. That's good. I. I would potentially try it for like 20 bucks. I would. That's I right. would try this That's game. That's right. Human NPCs are coming to Fallout 76. <laughs> <laughs> that guy on the left is Not so happy. Dude. I know. You see him? He's like, cool. Thank God. And as you saw, full dialogue trees. <laughs> so you're making a fall game. This yep. Is yep. Long-term <laughs> story we're telling. Year one was about the vault doors opening and all of you settling the wasteland. Year two is about people coming back to reclaim it. Like previous Fallout games, these characters have their own stories and goals. 
it's up to you to choose how I feel like the, they're going to have a sale on it like on sale tonight you know Flanders update is coming this fall you muted Ryan free for all Fallout 76 I was talking to oh, okay <laughs> oh and in the spirit of free we're doing something special just for E3 there you go, Ryan. Tomorrow. There you go. Free <laughs> trial for a week. It's not bad. That's right. It's that's right. It's the perfect time to see what Fallout 76 and its growing community have become. We can't wait to welcome all of you. And because so many of you are going to be joining us, we thought we'd also give you a sneak peek this week at an all-new game mode. Check it out. Battle Royale. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, here we uh -oh. go. Do you think I'm right? <laughs> I think you are. She's running and stuff. Your first test was making it to the vault. Now said get that loot. Yep. Currently, there is no overseer of Vault 51. Perhaps you will be the one. are in serious need of leadership. So I have devised a unique process of elimination. Yep, it's a battle royale. Oh my oh god, boy. it's a VR. You gotta go. play with me now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the storm has arrived. Ah, oh, it's a VR. Ah, oh, they did something, dude. <laughs> Wait, there's gonna be things there's in the world chasing in you, dude. Wait, you can build a base though, too. Survival battle cool. royale? This could be wild. That's cool that, dude, this is what I talked about a while ago. I said how it'd be cool if there was monsters in it with yeah. the players. Nuke? Holy shit. Wow, they have everything in it. <laughs> It's just a war zone. All right. Okay. There can only be one overseer. Good luck. I called that one. 52 player. Wow. You level up in it too. Free for Fallout 76 players too. There you go. Not bad. Hey, hey they, they uh, needed some people stuff. Honestly, it's mm -hmm. not a bad thing. Right. There you the go. Clear winner is a battle royale born from the Fallout universe. From power armor to perk cards, from camp building to contending <laughs> with wasteland creatures, and of course, my my personal favorite, nukes. It's a great free addition to an already huge game. We love playing it, and we think you will too. Hey, at least they're giving people stuff. I mean, I mean, you called it. They they had to have, they had to make it free. So check out the sneak peek right. and let us know what you think. Remember, all of Fallout 76, including Nuclear Winter, is free to try this week on all platforms. Oh wow, it's already live. Yeah. Wow. I have the Bethesda launcher too. So jump in tomorrow. We can't wait to see you. Thanks again. Hey, you know what? Hey, they, better better than little, what I thought. Little, they're getting a little better. Mm -hmm. Remember, I'm not going to say everything we've talked about but. that's coming this year 
is free. We get to represent hundreds of passionate developers across four studio locations in North America working on multiple projects. Yes, we're still hard at work on our next-gen RPG, Starfield, mm. and of course, Elder Scrolls VI. Yeah. We know how precious these game worlds are to all of you, and they are to us. We know the time you spend in them is important. Keep telling us what you love, what you'd like to see us do better. Thank you again, everybody, for your support. What do we got, Todd? What do we but got really, next? Even more so, I want to thank everybody Here comes the for believing in us. Thank you. Here we go. The heavy hitters, boys. Yep. Please Here we go. Founder of Tango Gameworks, Mr. Shinji Mikami. Lay down the law, brother. <laughs> 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 I'd like to start by greeting my team in Tokyo. It's Monday morning there, but they are watching. Tonight, I am excited to announce the next game from Tango. Ghost Wire Tokyo. Mm, okay, okay. Mm. Let's see it. Let's see it. It is an action adventure game in which you will fight paranormal enemy and rid the city of a supernatural evil. I think you love it. Supernatural enemies. To tell you more about Ghostwire Tokyo, here is creative director at Tango, Ikumi Nakamura. Yay! Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> wow, so many people. Wow. Thank you. Arigatou gozaimasu. <laughs> She's so nervous. Yeah. Such a big stage makes me nervous. Yeah. You <laughs> I'll do my best to speak in English. <laughs> uh, we are making a new kind of action adventure game. It's spooky. But not the survival horror game that we are known for. People are vanishing in Tokyo. You must find out why. You will encounter conspiracies and the occult. You have to, you have to explore the world, face challenges to uncover the truth and save humanity. In the game, you will meet spirits, some dangerous, some peaceful <laughs> and survivors that each have their stories. You will need to ask yourself, it is normal or paranormal? I ask myself this question every time I go to the office. 
Just kidding. Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> we are very excited. Let's take a look. Mitenet. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh my gosh, this looks real. Right? Holy, Holy smokes. Oh my gosh. Wow, we looks like a movie. I know, we're watching a movie, dude. I think people are saying Thanos. <laughs> No, the dog. The poochie, dude. Holy shit, you see their hands? Yeah, what the heck? Creepy. What's going on, dude? Alright. I know who they're giving a run for their money for. Hideo Kojima. Don't fear the unknown. Attack it. That was cool. That was Holy pretty cool. Shit. That cinematic was. Yeah. Okay. When I'm not playing Bethesda games, I work as a mechanical engineer. I work in a hospital. I used to work with kids. Uh, I'm an electrician. I'm an event planner. In real life, I'm a systems administrator. Program assistant for a private school for children with autism. I'm trying to be an artist. I like to think of myself as one. Make like back-end systems that it, it's it's really Jesus. <laughs> Maybe permanently. Those eyes. Full-time streamer. I got a I got a YouTube channel. I make my own yarn. I'm a social worker. Teaching uh, inmates. I'm a game developer. Working at a video game cafe. I've been a Doom fan since the game came out. I remember being in the eighth grade and uh, a buddy of mine giving me the shareware demo on you know three and a half inch floppy disks. My older brother picked up Fallout Three, and I took his copy and played it when he wasn't home. Fallout 4, oh my gosh, that's like my baby. The scope of that game was just Fallout like- Fallout 4's your baby? The things I was used to. Just setting foot in Shimmering, the first city that you go to in Somerset, it was amazing. You would look out and you'd be like, oh, I want to go there. And then you could go there, which was wild. 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 The exploration and- the weirdness and the alienness of it. I played Oblivion. I, I tell you, it probably saved my life. It was one of my first experiences with a fantasy world that was that immersive. Love the dragons, scatter the dragons. If you take down a dragon, you can definitely take down any illness. Don't ever stop adding dragons to your game. Add dragons to Fallout, add dragons to Rage, add dragons to everything. Mecha, mecha dragons.
out more dragons. More dragons, boys? Please welcome studio director. Oh. ESO is about to carry. so nervous Holy i know shit. i wonder how many people are in that room dude greg there the yeah. one in the video that really loves dragons i'm happy to say greg the elder scrolls online has dragons <laughs> a lot of them right now in fact players are deep into the season of the dragon our year-long story about greed revenge cat people and of course dragons Tonight's focus on the community resonates with me and everyone at ZeniMax Online Studios because ESO literally would not exist without you. Watching you play the game, streaming, telling stories, hearing your feedback. One of the biggest MMOs that people are playing right now. Are the most yeah. important part of the world of Tamriel. Thank you. Thank you for making ESO the extraordinary adventure it is today. The past year has been a huge success for ESO. More Game of the Year awards, millions more players have joined. Yeah! So many, in fact, that we recently added more server capacity just to support all the new players in Tamriel. Is this a Blizzard ESO, event? What's going on here? ESO, I can smell the neckbeard yells from here, dude. And better. Just a few days ago, we launched the Elder Scrolls Online elsewhere. The latest chapter. Oh wait, it is out now. I uh -huh. The latest chapter in the mm -hmm. game where you're able to visit for the first time the homeland of the Khajiit, as well as control the dead as the new necromancer class. And if I heard if that class is sick. Yet, Both of my buddies play it is a the lot. Perfect starting yeah. point for new players. Yeah! When we announced Season of the Dragon, we kicked it off by showing you a video about how dragons were unleashed on elsewhere. And we ended with a cliffhanger. Now, I'm really excited to show you what happens next. Check out the world premiere. World premiere! Oh, I love Bethesda cinematics. Yep. It's a necro. Mm-hmm. Dragons out. There's more dragons. They keep making dragons look way more real every year. It's crazy. Right. <laughs> Well, that's gonna do it. <laughs> oh, there goes the horse. Yeah. Oh, baby. 
Who's this BA guy? Look at this guy. So that guy's from the very first trailer in uh, when Elder Scrolls got announced. Oh. Oh shit. Guys just taking on a dragon head on. <laughs> Oh, she's going for the hero play. Some legless type shit. That's what I'm saying, dude. It's all fours. Cat, right? <laughs> Looks like a monk from Diablo. Right? <laughs> uh oh. You guys took down one. Yep. Still more. Oh, the eclipse. Oh, shit. What does that mean? I don't know if they're going nuts though. <laughs> That's right, another cliffhanger. You may have recognized the return of Sai Sahan, the legendary Red Guard Swordmaster. He's the legendary Red Guard Swordmaster you met as part of the original Five Companions. He's back as the leader of the Dragon Guard, a group. Of a, a group of dragon hunting warriors. Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> Calm down. He'll Let them in talk. story DLC right. named Dragonhold. Wait, what is that? Complete the season New the story, track. I think. We've got uh, a lot more to share about the return of Sai and the Dragon Guard, which will unveil at QuakeCon later this summer. I forgot QuakeCon's in the summer. Yeah. Before then, keep an eye out for a dungeon DLC adventure called Scalebreaker, which you'll see in August. Holy shit, the biggest fan in the Dude, world. Dude, he's loving it right now. Thank you so much for your support of the Elder Scrolls Online. We're humbled by your enthusiasm. Your enthusiasm for the game motivates us every day. You guys are seriously awesome. Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> that guy is losing his mind. I know. Right 
One of my buddies is probably there right now. He's an ESO the guy. The Scrolls Online isn't the only game in development at ZeniMax Online Studios. Ooh. We have several Whoa. other projects. Whoa. One of which we're ready to reveal tonight. Okay. Oh, shit. And to tell us all about it is the game's creative director, Kira Schlitt. That's a lot of people. Oh my gosh, did you see this? Yeah. Did you see the crowd? Yep. Wow. Crazy. And now for something completely different. <laughs> Imagine a classic Saturday morning cartoon in free to play mobile game form. Let's oh, great. Here we go. Do you guys have phones? <laughs> Battle Royale. <laughs> Could you have shown this at, uh, earlier when we weren't hyped at all? Right. That would have been nicer. It's like a, it's like a Nickelodeon, uh, like show, show or something. Yeah. People. Oh my god, Twitch chat never ceases to amaze. So, there's <laughs> a, a bunch new of penises on Commander family tree, constantly. and they're heading to iOS and Android. If you're hearing about Commander Keen for the first time, it was one of the first PC action games created by id Software in the early 90s. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> oh, okay. It starred boy genius Billy Blaze, whose alter ego Commander Keen protected Earth. All of us at ZeniMax Online Commander Studios Keen. want to give a really big thanks to our friends at id for trusting us to deliver our modern take on this classic game. Okay. <laughs> on your phone. So, tonight, as we introduce Commander Keen to a new generation of players, we're also introducing the next generation of heroes. Meet Billy. And Billy. Twin geniuses who follow in their famous father's footsteps. The Billy? new commanders are, of course, <laughs> funny and powerful, but the game is also full of enemies, allies, and some really bad bad guys. The twins build wacky gadgets from household items to save the Earth from certain alien destruction. Oh, Drag what and drop this? gadgets to summon allies, attack enemies, and move through the environment. Choose from a caboodle of contraptions to conquer challenges. And try saying Brutal. that five times fast. The twins go on adventures in story mode, which tells some of the classic Commander Keen tales, as well as a whole bunch of brand new ones. In story mode, you'll overcome aliens, collect power-ups, and explore Mars and beyond. You can also go helmet to helmet with other players. In <laughs> trying to catch these hands, Ryan, or what? And claim the flag to gain ultimate victory. Victory Royale. Soft launch this summer on iOS and Android phones. You like that, you little shit? Yeah. Yeah, maybe if I'm a little kid, I'd be down for this, but... So, 
Please go visit gokeen.com to pre-register to receive unique in-game rewards and hot oh, Commander Keen right launch now. updates. I'm already ahead of you, dude. Can't wait to kick some asteroid with you all. <laughs> Thanks. Kick some asteroid. All right, now the real game. Let's all right, go. here we go. Heavy hitters, baby. Thank you, Kira. At Bethesda, we, like you, love mobile games. In addition to oh, Blades God. and the upcoming Commander Keen, millions of you have enjoyed Fallout Shelter, which has now reached over 150 million downloads. Wow, Holy that's a lot. smokes. Mo that's no wonder why they make mobile games. They're rich as shiz off of them, dude. Imagine a dollar per person. Right. So you could experience Oof. the Elder Scrolls in a new way. This year, the Legends community has continued to grow thanks to a lot of upgrades, new features, and new content. It's a great experience for a night of gaming or a quick match over a cup of coffee. Oh, wait, this is a new game? I didn't even know. Let's see. Oh, card oh, game. It's, it's card their game. card game from... Yeah. Okay, I so do have Hearthstone on my phone, I will say. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> the mud crab. <laughs> you want to watch Bethesda with us too, buddy? Yeah. I can't say I've played this one though. Not me either. Well, I'll make my play, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, homie, but if you get that excited over a mobile game, you got you got it. I think it's a PC game crazy. originally, but I guess they're yeah. adding it to mobile, which is smart. If it's anything similar to Hearthstone, Hearthstone, it'll do well. For those, there's a big community for the card game stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's free. I thought it cost money. <laughs> Probably cost money for the packs. Yeah. If you enjoy other card games but are looking for something that provides a little deeper challenge, you can download Legends for free oh, on the they App just Store threw shit and at Hearthstone. tonight. Ooh, yes, they did. Expansion, Moons of Elsewhere will be available on June 27th free. for PC, Mac, mobile, and tablet. You can head over to BethesdaNet to get a glimpse at the new cards and content, or play it this week in our booth. I'll see you there, clapping. <laughs> 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 now, speaking of new content, yeah. Three weeks ago, we released Rage 2, and now Insanity Rules... New content for Rage already? No shot. And now Insanity Rules for millions of players around the world. But we wanted to do more than just deliver a critically acclaimed open-world shooter. 
I'm interested. We've already added community challenges that reward you just for having fun in the wasteland. And we've got a lot more planned with new features rolling out this week. The world of Rage wow. 2 will become even more unpredictable and even more insane. Take a look. Let's see. You got me. New shit coming soon, <laughs> Rage 2. <laughs> it is a pretty fun game combat wise they have all these abilities and stuff too oh my gosh they're going like the whole um what you call it route for this intro <laughs> Holy shiz! That's cool. Yeah, the full like full house. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it's a full house theme, dude. <laughs> that's great. Who's coming? Ooh. That's my next tattoo. <laughs> yep, that's me right there. <laughs> Holy shit. Tremendous surprise for you all. Okay. I'm down. Would they say if it was free or not? I don't know. They said new DLC. Probably not then. Oh, here you go. I've got to play the other ones, man. Good. Yeah, Rage, play Rage 2. I don't know. After liberating America from the Nazi scum, in Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. This year, we take you back to Europe with two new Wolfenstein games. Two? Oh, wow. First, we are bringing Nazi killing into virtual reality with... Okay, that's why. Wow, well, okay. <laughs> I, with I don't have a VR. <laughs> Yeah. As a hacker working for the French resistance, you will take control of Nazi war machines and turn them against their creators. Cyberpilot will be available this July, and it's playable this week in our E3 booth. V Virtual reality is like just... This this close to on the cusp if you of just fought Nazis in VR, you don't yeah. know what you are missing. I don't have one, man. But I don't have room I for said, one. <laughs> we have two new Wolfenstein games. Here we go. This summer Ooh. we are going to be launching Wolfenstein Youngblood. Ooh. 
I've heard nothing about any of these Wolfensteins. So they had Wolfenstein, the New Order, Wolfenstein, the Old Blood, then they had Wolfenstein 2. So this is... You will have more weapons and weapon upgrades than ever before, more ways to customize your playstyle, and, of course, even more evil Nazis to kill. <laughs> And in Youngblood, you can kill those Nazis with a friend. Nice. Co-op. Co-op. That's huge. That's awesome. Yes, Wolfenstein is going co-op. Youngblood is set in the 1980s, two decades after oh. the new Colossus. BJ Blazkowicz is missing in Nazi-occupied Paris, and it's up to his twin daughters, Yes, we gotta rescue so BJ. <gasps> track him down. In Youngblood, you can still play by yourself, or you can partner with a pal to double up on shooting, stabbing, Heck and yeah. killing Nazis. <laughs> killing, awesome. killing Nazis. Check it out. This is gonna be cool. Let's go, Ryan. Let's play it. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh yeah. Paris, Nazi country. That's where Papa is. So that's where we're going. We can find him together. I may have an assignment suitable for two Nazi killers such as yourself. Damn, look at their armor. Right? Oh! Damn. Damn, oh my god! Brutal. <laughs> Let's do our dices. Get the whole 80s music and everything? Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> There's something about trailers that sync it mm -hmm. with the music. It's just so great. Done. July 26, dude. It's next month. I gotta play through two Wolfenstein games then. Crazy. You have to play through three Wolfenstein games. The three? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And PC on July 26. Guy's got the it's Gucci shoes on. I see it. Coming out. I know. Uh, and if you can't wait, stop by our E3 booth to play this week. Thank you. What you got else for us? You got two coming? What's up? And now I'd like to welcome to the stage my dear friends from Arcane Leon, who worked with us on these two Wolfenstein games, Dinga and Sebastian. Oh, <laughs> 
We love you too. That mustache. What a man. I can do that. <laughs> Hi. I'm Dinga Bakaba and game director at Arcane Lyon. Bonsoir. I'm Sébastien Miton, art director in the same studio. <laughs> so, along with partnering with our good friends at Machine Games on Wolfenstein, we've been Wolfenstein. working on other projects <laughs> at Arcane it. Lyon. And tonight, and thick we're accents. excited to announce yep. our latest first-person action game. First person. It's something innovative, stylish, mm -hmm. and different from anything we've done before. Mm. Let me begin by saying bienvenue to the frozen island of Black Reef. Black Reef? This is a place of mystery where our looks can kill. The game takes place during what we say in French is a period de folie, a time of madness. And now that we've given you a small taste of the world, let us introduce you to our two deadly rivals, Colt and Juliana. Ooh. It's good. This place isn't a paradise. It's a prison. Oh sh out here. here. We're trapped. We're free. In this endless eternal cycle. Nowhere to run to, baby. Life's purpose is on this island. And I can't let this go on any longer. The more days I repeat, the longer that I'm out here, the more certain I am of what I have to do. The only way to protect the cycle, the only way to break the cycle, is, is to, to kill, kill you. Heavy Bioshock vibes right now. Right. Oh, jeez. Dang. Time is on my side. Definitely. Wow. Oh, they're the same people that did Dishonored. Oh, it's got some Last crazy twists then at the end. Yeah. I'm interested. Yeah, it looks cool. It just depends on what the gameplay is like. And they said first person <laughs> shooter. Yeah. Like, are you going to play the girl or the guy? Or maybe it's both. With meticulously designed yeah. levels. And of course, arcane signature gameplay that lets you approach every situation any way you like. Because in the endless clash between these two extraordinary assassins, how you play is up to you. Mm, Plus, multiple endings. I think it's really fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse my French. <laughs> yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe you should have said that in French, actually. Maybe, maybe not. But, but it's also pretty fucking true. <laughs> uh, because, <laughs> because 
we, we will take you on a trip unlike any other. And we really hope that you enjoy the ride. Merci beaucoup. Thank you very much. They're French, man. That's why it was funny. <laughs> it's a wonderful way to get away from all the pressures in life. I think the sense of community has really helped me as a person because I'm typically very isolated. It's definitely very confidence building. It's brought me out of my shell and stopped being an introvert. I could like be a hero and do all these things. All those eyes. Really creative, really <laughs> yeah. fun, really talented people. Meet people who are in my group that I've only known as a character. Probably made more friends online than I have in real life. The games that you um, bring out just helps people, honestly. Why is she my parents crying? were Jesus. refugees from the Vietnam War, which is why I'm also fascinated by elements of war. Playing these games just kind of put me out of the worry and the stress. I was in a dark place for a while, and I told myself I wasn't going to be there anymore. And so now the only dark places that I'm allowed to go are in dungeons and ESO. Just being someone <laughs> wow. who is LGBT, it's nice to be able to sit down and play these games and feel accepted. Oh for shit! Who here I goes am. Twitch chat. It's really nice to see that. I have it closed. <laughs> has some sort of Good emotional ball. effect on me as a player. And I just really admire the creativity that goes into the process of making these big worlds with these amazing stories. Building these fantastic worlds and telling these stories comes from a passion to deliver the very best experiences for our players. Hi, I'm James Altman, Director of Publishing at Bethesda. And I'm Robert Duffy, Chief Technology Officer at id Software. <laughs> Tonight we have some exciting new technology to show you that can dramatically improve gaming for millions. So for the past two decades, we've approached game development not by looking at what is possible today, but with a vision of what can be possible tomorrow. And at Bethesda, we're proud of our legacy of innovation, where again and again, we've changed the industry. What do we got? We were the first to use physics-based <clears throat> engines for sports games. We were groundbreakers with go anywhere, do anything, open Marlin. world RPGs. Mm -hmm. We are the inventors of the first-person shooter, Doom. which is now the world's most popular form of gaming. We are pioneers in downloadable content and the first to bring mods to consoles. And actually, since we first brought mods to consoles in 2016, there have been one billion mod downloads for Fallout and Skyrim. What? What? That's insane. Dude. That's crazy. We, of course, developed the first commercially viable VR technology revealed in our E3 booth in 2012. Yes, that is the original VR headset held together by tape and worn by our very own Tim Willits. Yeah, Tim. <laughs> Go, Tim. And of course, we are well known as developers of best-in-class engine technology with our id Tech engine. Mm. No. Yeah, they're, they're, they're it's, amazing. It's, it's good. In, in, innovation and creativity is in our DNA. And all of these advances were done with one goal in mind, to improve player experiences. So tonight, we have exciting new technology to announce. We're going to show you the result of years of research and development. Cutting-edge game engine-based technology we've developed specifically for game streaming. 
Now we'd like to introduce you to Orion. Oh, okay. I heard about this. Mm -hmm. Same. Orion is a tremendous breakthrough in streaming technology. It is our name for a group of patented technologies that optimize game engines for performance in a cloud environment. Orion can work with any game engine and will improve player experiences no matter which game you're playing or whether you're streaming on Stadia, on xCloud, or another streaming platform. So, how does Orion work? The exciting game streaming services you've been hearing so much about have largely focused on hardware solutions to address the complex Ooh. challenges of streaming. Like over Forward. IP stuff, <laughs> I'm assuming. Uh, we used our expertise in developing game engine software and took a different approach. By incorporating Orion technology at the game engine level, we're able to stream game content up to 20% faster per frame, leading to a dramatic reduction in latency. In addition, an Orion-enabled game can stream with up to 40% lower bandwidth. Whoa. Wow. And happily, for game developers, Orion technology is easy to integrate with your game build with our SDK. But what does that mean for you? It means that streaming games will be faster and better with Orion. And Orion substantially reduces the cost of streaming for players and for publishers. So it won't matter if your friends and family are sucking up all the bandwidth or <laughs> if you, you live far away from the data center. <laughs> With Orion, you'll still be able to stream your game at max settings. That's cool. What? How much are we talking here, guy? All right. Yeah, My wallet's no, 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 no. right over there. <laughs> now, as with any new computer technology, one, mass, one must ask the question, can it play Doom? I hope Good so. Question. Can it stream an unrelenting, fluid, first-person shooter with native 4K resolution at 60 frames per second? Let's see. 144. Let's see it. Let's see it. Oh my gosh. I'd like to introduce I'd like to introduce Shale Williams, tech specialist from Mid Software, who is showing you just that here live on stage. So Shale is streaming an Orion-enabled Doom 2016 right now to that mobile device. As you can see, there is no reduction in visual fidelity. <laughs> That's Doom at 60 frames per second without perceptible latency. And we want you all to experience this powerful streaming Wait, technology so yourself as, as we test and refine it. That? So for a chance to I'm be not sure. the first in the I world to talk about Doom some sort of technology that you put into your PC. That's what I was thinking. Unless you can do it on your phone as well. Who knows? Tonight. <laughs> Everybody could use a little more doom in their lives. Jesus. Why? And we'll see you in hell. <laughs> you can stream your PC t through your phone. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Oh, yes! Yeah. Here we go! What you interfere with now is bigger than you can imagine. It's been a couple years, Ryan. I'm ready. It is written. 
It is their time to give penance. You are but one man. Damn, that was sick. Doom Slayer. That was sick. I can't wait. Pumped. awesome thank you so so much uh i'm marty stratton the executive producer of doom eternal and i'm thank you and i'm hugo martin the game's creative director why does he look so lifeless as you just saw doesn't he we're not just building a world for him he's like the entire he's an ai dude his arms like that <laughs> being consumed by demons he needs and a recharge. Your to save it will take you across dimensions to locations never seen before in Doom, from heaven and hell to the Sentinel homeworld and beyond. Yeah. There is so much to see and discover, but Doom is first and foremost about gameplay, and Doom Eternal promises to be the ultimate power fantasy. The fun comes from mastering the experience because you are the Doom Slayer, the strongest, fastest demon killer in existence, and nothing can stand in your way. Absolutely. Of course, the challenge in Doom is all about handcrafted combat. I hope they have but some sick multiplayer for it too. I love Doom, Doom multiplayer. Eternal, the game always has something new to throw at you even deep into the campaign. Let's take a look. New? More? <gasps> More! Holy parkour. I think you're playing Mario. That's what I'm saying. We are playing Mario. <laughs> And I remember the last Doom campaign was actually long. Like, it took a yeah. while to finish. That was brutal. Oh my gosh! 
Well, she'll get it there. Thanks. You know, it's, it's so important to us at id Software that every aspect of the gameplay has real meaning to you, the player. Every enemy is different, every weapon has a purpose, and every decision you make really counts. The only path to victory in Doom Eternal is to aggressively control the fight with amazing agility, powerful guns, and critical resources. That's right, I'll tell you, we absolutely can't wait for you to play it. And some of you won't have to wait too long. If you are lucky enough to be in the room tonight, <laughs> you'll have a chance to play it immediately following the show. <laughs> and for those not here but at E3 this week, we'll have Doom Eternal playable in the Bethesda booth all week. Yeah. What about release date? But enough talk. If it's July again, Let's we got some games coming out, together. dude. <laughs> and watch as this perfect killing machine goes to work. More? More! <laughs> Oh, they're showing actual live or er, gameplay on it. Oh, baby. Yeah. It's on console. <laughs> Ooh. That's a sick Ooh. I love arena shooters, chat. If you didn't know, especially shotguns, dude. <laughs> I want to see one of the some of the beatdowns, dude. Yes. There you go. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> the music is what does it too, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can't Whatever wait to play. playing right now is pretty garbage. I will say. They're not the best. <laughs> it sounds oh. like a Minecraft dude. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Get yourself some armor. The armor. The armor. Get the mega, please. Just <laughs> leaving it. He doesn't, he doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. What the? What was that? He's got a shitload of armor. Oh! The breaking of the elbow, dude. 
What's that cherry thing up there? What was that floating in the air? Right. Homie's got to pick up some of these items. I want to know. This is a nice snipe. Not bad. <laughs> it's like a scorpion. I know, with a oh. giant brain on it. Homie, the armor. It's right there. Yes! Thank you. you finally grabbed it. Oh! Ooh. See, now this at like 120 FOV, which uh, you just flying. Oh. Oh, yeah. Nice. What is this thing? Oh, is this the thing where he grabs it out of his chest and just. Yeah. Oh. You gotta show what happens, homie. The metal music. Oh, they're showing a boss, dude. Yeah. The metal music! Did you see that grapple? What was that? Yeah. That, that was, was sick. sick. Oh, what Boss are they gonna show? Incoming. Let's see how ugly this looking dude is. Aren't those the bad guys from like the original dude? Maybe. They look like that, I'm pretty sure. Like the big bad no! guys. No! No! <laughs> Thanks. Hey, hey, thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Classic. Uh, yeah, that, that was awesome. This guy is so fucking weird. He's an NPC. We're so 100%. excited because the gameplay that you just saw is just a piece of what you're going to play this week at E3. Yeah. But I bet a lot of you are wondering, when do we get to play Doom Eternal at our home? July. Well, you don't have to wait too much longer. <gasps> Not quite tomorrow. <laughs> but next week. <laughs> Could you imagine? But Doom Eternal will release on November 22nd. Oh, Not bad. You know, Not bad. I'll take Honestly, it. Honestly, it shouldn't come out in the springtime with all the other releases. <laughs> I don't blame them. We're very excited about that. Or and in, we've got something uh, really special for Doom fans. September. An amazing collector's edition. Oh, that oh Ryan! Yeah. That looks sick. Yeah. That's What's a, that's it look like, dude? Helmet. Here. Yeah, we, you, you could wear you could wear that thing. Yes! <laughs> oh, that guy's got it. Oh, come on! How much this is that guy, collector's edition? He's already got it. That's right. Already a badass. He's, he's already got one on. <laughs> this guy's right, an NPC, one hundred percent. We know. He's already got one on. Yeah. It. We see Our that. Totally new <laughs> Doom multiplayer experience. Oh? Yes! We call it Fast Mode. We've been developing this in God bless. Mid, and it's unlike anything you've played before. Yeah. It's We've only 50 so bucks. I did to share this with you. For this now. is pure Doom, but with your friends, where two player controlled demons take on one fully loaded Slayer in a fight to the death. This is a first person fighter where it's demon strategy versus slayer skill. That's right. You, you know, can play as the demon in the other multiplayer. The different play styles of the various demons because each has unique movement 
attacks. Why wouldn't they do player versus player like just They can even normal. spawn AI demons yeah. to control the battlefields and help much, you like, take quake? down the Slayer. Maybe. It's strategic, competitive, and it's a ton of fun. And we can't wait to share more details with you this year at QuakeCon. That's right, a lot more to share at QuakeCon. But before we go, we do want to take a first look at Doom Eternal's new multiplayer. On behalf of our amazing team at ID in Dallas and Frankfurt, Germany, we want to thank you all so much for your support. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. That guy's an NPC 100. There's a glitch in the system. Yep. Oh, here we go. Man, they're showing off Doom. Yeah, they are. Fight. Ooh. That could be cool. I really like the first one. It just kind of like... I wouldn't say died off, but... This makes you want to download Doom and play right now. Oh. The damage markers, dude. Dang, the demons can summon all their demons. That's sick. Oh, okay. Dude, this could be wild. Yeah, good. Fight. Did you hear that? Final round. Yep. Fight. <laughs> That's sick. Another round of applause, please, for Marty Hugo and all of our presenters tonight. <laughs> and for everyone at our studios around the globe that have worked so hard in the great games you've seen tonight, we say thank you. 2019 marks 25 Don't act years of like Doom. this is so going to be the end of it, buddy. We'll be going all out with Doom at right. QuakeCon this summer. We're adding a whole host of panels and activities dedicated to Doom, which we call DoomCon. Whoa! Yeah, see what we did there? We took out the quake and Whoa. put Doom. Well, you hope you can come hang out with us in Dallas. Everyone's saying Elder, no Elder Scrolls 6 in, in the online. chat. Oh my Until god, then, these kids go are so... For more It'll happen, not this year or next year, but... Here at E3 this week, we'll have hands-on with many of our games, so be sure to stop by our booth. Skyrim for iOS. Thanks for playing, <laughs> thanks for watching, and thanks to all of you for being part of the Bethesda community. Have a great night. I think that's it. <laughs> Unless they say something right at the end. They could. Bethesda, we're in the business of creating heroes. But the true hero is you. It's like we hand you this malleable clay and you do these extraordinary things that we never could have imagined. We get to build these worlds and these communities and you all come in and you play and you bring these worlds that we create to life. You help us build richer worlds. You had meaning to I'm interested in that do. one game. Um, we're glad you're here. We're the, so glad you're here. To the heroes. Ghost game or whatever. What was it called? I'll have a drink. To you. The sniping game. 
Yeah, the one well, one where they were going against each, or against each other or whatever. Oh, the uh... Or no, yeah, yeah. Death, whatever. Yeah, that, that game and the ghost game, dude. Yeah. Pretty cool. Ghostwire, that's what it's called. Both of those are pretty dope. The Elder Scrolls is just gonna be memes at this point. <clears throat> yep. Wow, they actually didn't debate us or anything. They just straight up aren't doing it. That's why. Wow. How could they do that? I'm there checking it is. JP right now. Is JP live? Yeah. <laughs> Look at them right now, dude. And munitions on, and she's like, what? <laughs> nothing though like not even like they showed they they hinted at it nothing well all right <laughs> <clears throat> so what do we think ryan what are you excited for for bethesda i want to check out that game uh Ghostwire? Ghostwire. Yeah, that yeah. looks dope, dude. That looks sweet. Looks pretty legit. Yeah. I'm a Doom guy, obviously. I love arena shooters. That'll be fun. Multiplayer gonna be fun for that. Check out that Ghostwire game. They had a couple new titles. Looked interesting. But yeah, I'm excited, man. They killed it. They announced all the Fallout 76 issues. They owned up to them. I think they were pretty honest with it. <laughs> Gave away yeah. all the new stuff for free. So I'm, and there's a free week this week to play and try it out. Maybe it's better. I don't know. Yeah, they're trying to they're trying to grasp onto it, but I don't know. Who knows? It's uh weird. I think that's like pretty much all we wanted to do. I don't think there's anything else tonight really that I'm aware of. Yeah. I think uh that's a nice place to end honestly yeah and unfortunately no older scrolls but that ghostwire game i want that yeah that, that looks, looks that looks legit like that looks legit out of all the games that was announced that's the one for me for sure lots of questions about it who knows they didn't know didn't have a release date on it they just kind of addressed it yeah so cool all right boys and girls we did a long long show today hopefully that made up for couple people just not being able to be here today for personal reasons not the end of the world but e3 is going to be going on this whole week so it's going to be fun hopefully you guys get to check out some games with us and check out some new trailers and are excited for the end of the year because it's going to be wild how many games are coming out towards the end of the year i can't yeah wait, the dude. next the next podcast we're probably going to have way more stuff to talk about too There's yeah still a lot more that has to be uh what is it another two days or three days yeah i mean the heavy hitters are there's some heavy hitters tomorrow i'm pretty sure like some pc yeah. stuff tomorrow as well i'm pretty sure so yeah. i mean yeah it's it's only a matter of uh time throughout the week we'll have we'll have a lot of announcements and stuff like that so but yeah guys thanks for chilling hopefully you guys enjoyed the show we appreciate everyone hanging out and we'll uh we'll catch you guys next week uh, at 6 o'clock Central Standard Time for uh, the next episode of the Boardless Podcast. Appreciate you guys being here. Thanks for chilling. Thanks for hanging out, chatting. We hope you enjoyed, and we'll catch you guys next week. Peace out. Later, guys.